Welcome, everybody, to the Broken Campfire Podcast. I'm your host, Andy. I'm joined by a, a ver- veritable squad of Campfire Podcasters with me. We're veritable. I've got John on the mic. It's your boy. I've got Greg on the mic. Hello. I've got four. <laughs> what? <is that? laughs> yeah, I didn't like that. It's not like we're forcing you to be here. What? You, you sounded, it sounded like you were saying hello for the bottom of a well for a second there. <laughs> what? We've got Flash Hold on. on the mic. Hi. Hello. Oh, you sound finally, fine now. You just sounded low in spirit. Last but not least, we've got Vito. V-Money gets all the honeys exotic sitting in the corner without a mic. Hello. <laughs> Are you doing it on purpose? Yeah. Okay, please. okay. You, you've had some technical issues, so I wasn't sure. Dear God, please. Let's open it up, boys, to the hot takes. What's off the top of your mind? Anybody got something? That I have a fucking hot take. All right, great. You sound excited. Let's do it. VTubers are fucking amazing. That's my <laughs> hot take. That's a fucking hot take, Flash. Now that that's what you wanted to do. That's, that's a fucking hot take here. Say VTuber right out the gate with the VTubers. VTuber. What is that? So VTubers, or at least the only ones I know of, are uh, idols. Like you know, anime. They have the idols. This no. is like them. What? You mean like like top idols? Yes, but there's like anime versions of that. This is an anime show at the bottom. Uh, I described it as anime Twitch. It's yes, not just anime one Twitch. Thing. Oh, wait, so I don't understand. Is this, is this real people? Yes. Or are real streamers who have the persona of an anime idol? Like a, like a what cartoon. is an idol? I, yeah, like I don't a, understand. Someone you idolize? In, in Japan, they have idols who are people who are sort of like... Stars, well, I get not that, necessarily but why are you guys saying screen. anime idol? I don't because they're literally because represented they're... by anime characters. Anime idols. So when you watch the Twitch, it's a cartoon character. Yes, they use <laughs> a technology of uh, facial and motion. It's not, a, car- it's not a cartoon. You guys are making so, it sound very convoluted. I asked if it was real, and he said that they're real. So they're, they're real people. These are real people that are being controlling real What do they do? I, just, I don't even want to hear this name. It's they play stupid. games. John. <laughs> John <laughs> no, no, I'm John. Just, I'm John. I saw, Greg, I saw 10 seconds of it. I saw 10 seconds of it. It's not It's not, It's not. not for men like you or me. I don't think for it's for either. any... Mm, uh, it's just like watching somebody on Twitch, like, but they're like an anime character. And they do regular... They just talk, talk, and... I did, not, I, I did not feel good about what I saw. But oftentimes, <laughs> unlike regular streamers, they have personas. They have like a character that they play, basically. Well, although you're not supposed to like know that, it's just it's, it's like not a like a thing. like a Snapchat filter. Is this a it's, sex like, it's like an actual animated? No, 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 It's like an easier way of doing streaming because <laughs> you don't have to show your face. You just have to have like an anime idol on your screen. Sort so of. now you just have to record your voice, and it's like ba- it's basically like. Just playing a game and doing commentary at pretending you're this anime character and having a little anime icon oh. on the screen. Like a little avatar of a, of a exactly, girl. Exactly, it's a much truer form of art because you can't be judged on your your looks. You know, you can only be judged on your weird uh, anime character your quirks. You... Uh, yeah, your personality. Uh, Greg, post that in the uh, and they're delightful. The general. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, don't want to judge people for what they like, especially if it's harmless. Uh, but it it sounds is, is insane it to me. Uh, 
Well, well let's, really. let's, let's wrap back around to this in the round table, maybe. We got we got hot takes, and Greg, you want to post that video for people to check out before yeah, we yeah, pick it back yeah. That was a pretty hot take, though. All right, yeah, it was a hot take. Anybody else got anything? Uh, I like Sekiro more than uh, Dark Souls. Ooh, that is a hot take. Hot-ass hot, hot take. Uh, I just I saw like that, either uh, of them. That's a hot take, right? Nah, it's just a bad take. Oh! Hey, I wait. Hey, you know what, everyone? You know what? I got a, I got, I got some, some, something here. I watched Vito fight this boss for about six hours. Couldn't even get it halfway down. I think at one point, I actually started seeing tears roll down his character's <laughs> eyes. I didn't even know to put that in the game. That's wild. Yeah, but it made me a well. Then he put a, a cheat better, code better in person, and beat it. Better player. Well, yeah. If no. you looked up the uh, Prima game strategy. Uh, I just needed to sleep. I slept. I woke I, up the didn't next I day. Didn't I say that? Didn't I say that? You need to like sleep. Did say that. The second try. Go you know, when you're up that late playing, you, your reflexes slow down, and you gotta you sleep. Know. You gotta get that muscle memory set in. Your body you know, was synapses uh, strengthening your brain. I woke up. I was an inch taller, and I fucking I slayed that boss. One um, try, two tries. No, it's probably like that was more. a. Uh, it's probably like another fifty tries, but I mean. Uh. <laughs> You got it, dude. That That's was a awesome. six foot boss, dude. It's the destination, not, the not a five eleven boss. You, you enjoyed that game enough. I, I I think I might try to dip my toes back into it once more. I've tried two or three times now. Just didn't grab me. But I gotta just remember disregard right the journey completely. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, it's about the destination. Uh man, I got a I got a take. It's maybe not so hot. Xbox Game Pass. It's got good games, but man, do I fucking hate the launcher. Do I hate the, the UI? Do yep. I hate actually interacting with everything except playing the game? It's terrible. It's embarrassing. They have this beta app that has seen almost no change, at least no positive change in like a year. It's still... I mean, Halo 3 came out. We'll get to that later. And uh, I had to fucking completely re-download the MCC because I, I had a bug... Where the game thought that it was updated, but it wasn't. And it wasn't checking for updates, and it wouldn't check for updates. So I had to, you know, download a fucking 100 gigabyte game to play Halo 3 with the boys at night. That's so frustrating, especially when you all get on ready to play, and then, oh, hey, actually. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I've had some crazy issues with that launcher. Microsoft is, like, just now scrambling to make some, like, parity between, uh, parity between Xbox and PC. So sure. they're just like cobbling together this Frankenstein Xbox app. But it's weird because they once designed Xbox Live like the greatest, you know, I online know. platform with a, an amazing UI and, and it was just so easy to do anything. And now you got the Xbox beta app, which uh, which is better than the app that I was using before that. Um, just yeah, the regular it feels like an afterthought. Xbox console companion, which was even worse than what you're talking about. Yeah, they, they like also... It's also a first party app. Like it's a it's made by the people who make your operating system and probably eighty plus percent of user cases. You know what I mean? They with how much control they can they can have over your system because they know what exactly is on there. It's just embarrassing how bad right. the app is. I mean Steam has been better for over ten years than what I've seen out of the last year in Game Pass. But it's it's a thing that I I just feel like I have to have because it has a lot of good games on it. I want to talk about some games later, some of which I wouldn't play without the Game Pass, you know. Right. So it's it's a hard it's hard yeah, hard get your sell. shit together, uh, 
Microsoft. Especially if that's the direction they're going in. They really got to get yeah. their, their shit together. Is that all we got? Hot takes wise? By the way, I just I just saw that uh, the movie Tenet is going to be delayed indefinitely, basically. Like Christopher Nolan's movie? Movie. Oh, I remember this. I've been kind of cool. looking forward to that. Just because uh, it did look cool. And uh, it kept getting delayed. And now it's just like, well, we'll tell you when. Which is kind of disappointing. Bummer. I'm sorry, I guess spot it all for that again. Nah. All right. If that's all we got, let's move on to the round table. And uh, I want to just go ahead and get the VTuber thing out of the way. So let's jump back to Greg. <laughs> Greg, you're going to lead us off in the round table. Uh, including VTubers, you can finish if you got anything else you want to say about that. In fact, oh, I, just I, I, I do to have say... some questions. Uh, what else have you been making you happy this week? Well, nothing really. I'm kind of a miserable person. Right. Uh, but I finished Odyssey, and uh, I played the DLC. The DLC is so bad that I actually was very aggravated playing it. Uh, But overall, a game, pretty goddamn good. Yeah. Uh, I I I started Origins, which is not good, or not so good. It's very oh, really? uh, clunky. It's clunky and bare bones. I mean, you're going back. Kind of run off Odyssey. I should have. I yes, I should have played Origins before I played Odyssey. Absolutely. Hey, whose philosophy does that sound like? I don't know. Some idiot. I can't. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> that I played Halo Three because that came out. That's great. Playing, playing that, Halo we, Three with the boys. We've been having so much fun playing that. Oh man. Yeah. Do, do we want to get into it of, here? Uh, we can. Sure. I mean, Dude. I have some things to say about that. Uh, first off, flawless port. I mean, almost flawless port as far as like performance goes and everything. It, it really just runs incredibly well. Once I got the game going, and you know, after we had some issues getting everybody into the match because it's weird. Some of us are on Xbox. Some people are on Steam. But we made it work. Some of us just wanted to put on a different helmet for some reason. Right. Right. Once all that shit got ironed out. I had a blast playing that game. The exception of when we were doing Splockets, which sucked because that was like the first two games that we did after everybody got downloaded. Yeah, I wish uh, I could just play Big Team Battle on like Sand Trap. Yeah, you have to do that. Oh, you haven't? Oh, I think we had at least one game on that. that yeah, was great. I've done a few of those. Oh. Yeah. My yeah, favorite was... was actually for some reason like the, the bomb stuff. Yeah, same really here. I, really I don't even well. think I was a that big a fan of it back in the day, but no, I don't. Yeah, think so definitely the same. I mean, it, it, it just helps that we have like six people on who are like coordinating, and you know, yeah, and yeah. It's a, we have a squad. You know, it's yeah. great. Sometimes all it takes is three people communicating to overtake a whole team of <laughs> randos. You know, yeah, absolutely. I will. Yeah. I love playing Halo. I was having such a blast. We played it for three or four days in a row, just uh, every night, but. Uh, yeah, it feels it. like slipping like, on an old slipper. Exactly. It's very yeah, it comfortable. Does. It feels so like nice putting on old slippers. Yeah. John would know uh, about key- that. Keyboard and mouse controls are really yeah, it's fun. whack, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm playing uh, with the yeah, Keyboard and mouse controls <laughs> are insane. <laughs> I was playing the keyboard. It's, yeah, it's like F to throw grenade, Q to use your... No, it's shift to use your item, Q to do yeah. something else weird. Exactly. And to be I fair, know. you could change all of that. Yeah, but yeah, why you can, even that's exactly like, what I did. I mean, I, I, I think the way to play is controller. 
It just plays better on the controller, in my opinion. The I don't, I don't, magnetism I don't, is part of the game. You just, you know, just feels once good. I put, once I, I don't put think the, so. I mean... Oh, go ahead. Well, obviously, yeah. I mean, I know, you know, obviously it came out on control originally, but it's, it's still a first-person shooter, and, like, you can still change, like, the sensitivity of your mouse. Like, I... I don't know. I don't, I don't see how it's better uh, on a controller. The the aim magnetism also has been addressed in subsequent updates, and I've seen reports that Halo Three is like incredibly toned down with that compared to Reach, to the point where there is more parity between keyboard and controller. Once I put the melee and the um, use equipment on my mouse, that really changed the game for me as far as how it felt. I felt like it should have been the whole the way it should have been the whole time. Yeah, so I I, I've been that. actually, I, I once I made those changes, I've been joining keyboard and mouse controls a lot. I'm still having trouble sometimes with the sensitivity, but I've got it mostly down. That's cool. I'll have to try it out. I just, you know, the way I remember playing Halo was sitting back with my uh, controller. Oh, uh, here, so yeah, it's I'm all doing. coming your out. You just, you just like sitting back in the chair. It's all, that's what it is. You're right, John. Yeah, the other thing is I don't have a, a really working controller anymore. Like in the, you know, oh, the Tic Tac yeah. one I had, the thing that was just like wiggling around in there whenever I shook it. Sure. Sure. It's, it's just threw uh, it at the uh, the wall too many times. No, no, I don't do that. I've never broken a controller. Uh, I mean, I've had them die on me. It's just I don't know the the left uh, trigger is kind of like losing its springiness, so it's kind of like always halfway mode. It's just right. time to get a new one. Has anybody? I, I, oh, go ahead. Say, has anybody tried the? Uh, is it is it is the Forge mode out? Yes, yeah, I'm not trying the Forge mode. Oh, right, that's cool. Cool. Yeah. I heard it's new and improved. It is a he said it's very good. I oh, mean, I would, I would love to check out some Forge stuff. This might be the time. Maybe people did stuff. You know what's weird though? Like uh, I'm using a controller like I did uh, all those years ago, but I think there must be something broken in the PC port because I'm not as good as I was a decade ago. So, uh, <laughs> uh actually, Amen, I brother. agree because <laughs> I am way better than I was back then. Oh yeah, so, I, so I, 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 I checked the code and it's got some of our names switched around. Well, it should oh. be. I sent an I sent an update. Bungie's gonna fix it all. Thank uh, goodness. You'll get you'll you'll get the Greg modifier. I'll get the Zach modifier. Dang it. Um, Actually, I joke, but there is something that I've been seeing in my own experience and online with other people's experiences, which is the hit detection sometimes bugging. Oh out yes, I just like that. I've seen examples in my own games and in other people's recordings of like just the hit detection not functioning properly. Just you shoot someone mm-hmm. and it doesn't register their shields. And that's that's some of the most frustrating shit. Really. I think, yeah, that's uh, been going on for like years now apparently with the MCC. Yeah, I think seen. Bungie released something. Uh, yeah, I think Microsoft released something about that. They said uh, get good. Oh, oh got him, got him. I was hanging on his word. Overcome our broken <laughs> hit detection. Yeah. <laughs> We're not fixing it. I'm with you, Vito. Amen, brother. So that's Halo, if you guys haven't heard of it. And yeah, it's on uh, <clears throat> by the Master Chief Collection now for... That's how much good. is it? $10 per game. $10 for Halo. Hmm. I'll take my check in the mail, Microsoft. Alright, Greg, what else you got? Uh, anime, but I don't want to talk about that. Um, All right. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. And uh, so me and my friends Gabe and Eric, my lovely boys, 
We uh, played For the King the other day. Oh, wait. We mean we. Isn't it a uh, single player? No. no. It's no, online dude. multiplayer. Me, John, and Greg all have it. We've played one, together like once. I'm sorry. Well, explain what For the King is. I might be thinking No, we, we played a Daemon. Oh, yeah. So about that. Yeah, you're right. It's like a... Fuck, multiplayer roguelite like RPG. Role, yes, with like a little D and D into it. But okay. uh, I'm thinking of your honor, uh, my, your uh, in Return of the called? King, Lord of the Rings. My, your, my, your grace, or whatever the hell it's called. That's for honor. Yes, your grace. Yes, your grace. That's what you think. I don't know what yes, your grace is. Yeah. But uh, Vita's just making stuff up. Let's go. Yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> but uh, we played for about nine hours. Finished the campaign. Damn, dude. Uh, I want to say the only reason it was nine hours was mainly because Gabe kept disconnecting every three rounds. I've never finished a campaign. Dude, they get fucking wild at the end. At the end, it was Gabe constantly getting kicked in the head and killed instantly. Me walking around with an iron cannon, and I would just instantly fucking either kill one person or they'd all be dazed. And Eric would just freeze them and kill them. That's awesome. It was a blast. It's like a dungeon Kinda. crawler, like a roguelike. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So kind of the, the way it works is that you have, I think, up to three people on a team, and you can um, three player you, multiplayer. That's the best kind. Three of player, baby. I am. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We all so, know that. So on the the way the overworld works is that you have there's a bunch of different towns and like there's like different little bandit forts and like quests you can do and everything. Uh, but you can only move a certain <laughs> number of tiles each day, and you don't have to move together. Everybody's their own tile. So if you're together on the world map when somebody enters combat, you'll enter into a turn-based JRPG-like combat that has um, however many players are near you against mm-hmm. however many monsters are near them. So you can't end up in situations where it's 1v3 and, oh, man, you might get fucked so you got to run away. Um, generally, you try to do big stuff like Bandit Forts and Dungeons together and that kind of thing, obviously. Hmm. Sounds fun. There are certain Ooh, mechanics would... to like uh, the world getting yeah, corrupted like and whatnot it. that puts a timer on the game. Um, you you would like it, yeah, and it's highly roguelike. No, no, I said he wouldn't like it. Oh, you don't I think don't, so? Oh, I don't. No, I don't know, know if he'd like it, it, but you know, I just like to tell Vito he won't like I games. Think, but uh, <laughs> what I can and can't play. Yeah. I think you would like it with friends, probably. Yeah, yeah no, he, yeah, he probably would. Yeah, I mean, guys, it's a fun game. It's good. If you guys ever want to play this, I yeah, fucking yeah, love this sure. game. It's very fun. I, I didn't realize that we had four of us in here who had it, so we could definitely come up with a game. Or two. I, yeah, I had fun with it when we played. I believe it is also on Game Pass. And Greg, oh, yes. before before we move on from you, yes, does anybody have anything they want to say about VTubers? Greg posting a few wonderful videos for us to check out. I didn't want to click the link. I was afraid. Well, Greg hasn't actually finished what he wanted to say about VTubers because he won't <laughs> let him. I clicked one of them. I was not impressed. Basically, what I want to say about VTubers is like some of they have like like you said all the like quirks and shit, but the ones that I watch are like. Uh, they're pretty fucking good at games. Like, I posted one uh, yeah, girl that's, who plays. That's and weird. And she's fucking really good <laughs> at uh, Tetris. It's just... I was watching like, that one. There was that. There was a girl I posted before. She uh, she streamed once, and she stayed up to, like, 10 in the morning on her uh, in Japan playing fucking... Uh, what the hell is it called? Uh, some dungeon crawler game. And she was just gambling, like, in the middle of the night. And she just played all until morning, and she was just screaming and crying, and it was really funny. Who do you actually watch? 
I watch most of the people from Hollow Live. <clears throat> no, I mean I. So Hollow oh, Live is like the main yeah, group. Yeah, But who from Hollow Live? So yeah. I watch uh, a lot of like Pecora. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Matsuri. Yeah. And uh, Shion. I watch a fuckload of them. Okay. Mostly so, I've uh, watched uh, uh, Karone. Yes, uh, she is. She is, has very funny uh, and, things uh, in her. And, and some Pecora. Is this a well, like, new um a new wave trend. thing? It's just been going on for like a month it's, or so. It's been, going on for, thing. it's been going on for a while, but okay. like I Catching just on now. Eric showed me this like a month ago and <laughs> I was like instantly hooked. I was like, dude, this shit's awesome. Gotcha. And I fucking hated idols. But uh yeah, they do like songs and shit and some of them are pretty decent. I'll be honest, I don't really watch like the streams. I just watch like translated bits. Yeah, so that's far. that's fucking pretty much it. Just watch the translated parts because those are the funny parts. Also, um, what's her name? Coco Kiryu, who is like from the U.S. Can, yes. So she speaks like both languages. She is. Oh, John, you'd like her because her mm. main thing is that she is a Yakuza boss. <laughs> yeah. And and she is like, she like knows Kiryu from Yakuza and all that. I, uh, I tell you what, I'm going to stick to just watching reruns of Star Trek. I feel John 100%. You know what? Listen, I was going to say, I've never, I was never captured by Twitch culture, so I feel like the chance of me getting this, even like I'm, I'm it's already on one. Deep down the rabbit hole. Well, yeah, this is like, this is for the, uh, this is for like me, who's just a lost cause. The I'm happy being gentle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy being blue-pilled as fuck on this. I love hearing about stuff like this, though, because I, I would never, ever... Greg didn't tell me about this shit. I would never, ever know about this stuff. How did it come up the other day? I can't remember. We were doing something. To, we were playing Halo maybe or something together. Came uh, oh, fucking yeah, dude. I came back and I'll hear I Flash. I posted say, the, the music track that samples Corona and I oh, said wait, VTubers. Yeah. And Greg was like, VTubers? <laughs> yeah. He came like that. hurtling in from across the room. I yeah, dude, I was blowing the head. No, I was. So I'm like putting stuff up on my. Uh, <laughs> I'm like putting clothes away. And all I hear is VTubers. I walk back. I'm like. Did someone say VTubers, dude? Fuck yeah, dude. I fucking love them. Because they're fucking great. Oh, also, the relationship that Corona and uh, Okayu have is nice. Like the... the uh, Yes. The, she's the, the cat. Friendship. The friendship. cat. Yeah. Yes. They're very oh, nice. Yeah, see, I just... If you said that was nice in a TV show, it, I would get it. I don't get it while, while they're playing Tetris together. Yeah, and you, all... you never will, and that's your problem. All right, John. <laughs> how about this, John? Right. They also play a lot of Ark. They do. And you, yes, and you know me and you, dude. Do you have good memory. And like Corona played through Doom, and she was yeah, like I'm... delighting in the demon slaughter. I don't even watch Stuff people like play Doom. I watch you play Doom. I tell you what, worst Doom player I've ever seen in my life. Wait, who? Uh, Vito? little guy named Vito. Oh, come oh, on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. He was right. playing on uh, extra super hard mode, I think. I was. Gregory. That's... You got anything else going on? No, man. I. That's it. I right, well, thank... laid my heart out to the audience. I appreciate the, I... Cult, the cultural segment. <clears throat> I definitely learned some stuff there. I'm always happy to share. I don't. I really don't care. That's what I like about Greg. He's he's a worldly man. He knows a lot about other cultures. You know who else knows a lot about other cultures? We're gonna bring it on to our favorite 
person on the podcast. John. King Keeley. John. Oh, absolutely. The honor. It's been handed to me. I don't know who was going to. I, to be honest, I thought you were going to throw it back to yourself. <laughs> oh, man. That would have been a good bit. Let's, uh, let's rewind, actually. Nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> what is John <laughs> All right. A little game what called Nino Cooney, Wrath of the White Witch. Yes. I beat it. Hell yeah. Oh, so ooh. good. Yeah, it was pretty end. good. Took me about 50 hours. Um, there's still some extra content, you know, afterwards, a little New Game Plus kind of thing. What sure, about that some... car, though? Car, uh, car that killed my mom? No, what about that car in that video game? Uh, I... In Nino Cooney? Yeah. I didn't get I didn't get the car yet. Wow! Did you even oh, play yeah, the game, fake gamer? I I told you I beat the game. I killed. That the, might be in the uh, that the, might be in the second uh, spoilers, one. Spoilers, White Witch. No, I I only played the first. And oh. then I stopped because I beat it. But it was like you can pick this save up to continue further quests. Tell me I get a car? I already got a dragon. What the <laughs> fuck do I need a car for? <laughs> I hate this fake gamer. Fun. Shit. All right. Fair enough. Um, right, I gave cool. the um, the Desperados. Uh, actually, it's Desperados three. I've never played two or one. I don't know anything about them. But this is like a. Um, I'm gonna say I don't know what that is. I, I know the name, but that's about it. I guess I guess it's a real time strategy game, similar to uh, I think it was Shadow Warrior. Is that what it's called? All right, it's yeah, like the, sure. Um, it was pretty good. I mean, it's got like a 97 percent on Steam or something. 98 percent. It just came out last month. I definitely plan on getting it, but uh, I would check out the demo if you're even remotely interested. It was pretty good, oh. and it's a pretty lengthy demo. Sorry, what's it called? Uh, Desperados Three. Desperado. Three. Okay. Is that similar yeah. to Shadow Warrior? Isn't Shadow Warrior first person? You're thinking of the wrong one. Is it a different one? Yeah. Shadow Run. You yeah. mean, maybe? Shadow Run. Maybe. Shadow Run. Shadow, is and Shadow Warrior, I know about because. And the third one was just announced at the Devolver. What about, what, what's Shadow Complex? Yeah. Nah, none of the shit. No, uh, <laughs> what is Shadow Complex? I just trolling. I'm just trolling. Shadow Tactics. Me? That's what I was thinking of. It's a game similar oh, okay. to Shadow Tactics. That's another game I don't know. Uh that's a good one. Where do you get your recommendations for games, John? Because you're always playing something that I never even. Um. You just go through the Steam. Usually, I'll yeah, I'll look on the Steam uh, store, and then I mean, it's got to pass the eye test first of he, all. He walks outside. He looks at where the sun's going. He licks his thumb, feels where the wind's blowing. His thumb. Well, though, so the eye test. I mean, like I said, if I just see a, a cover of a game, I'll start looking into it. But um, I don't know. A lot of the games you just you just hear about coming out, and then you just don't hear anything, and then they come out, and you just pick them up. Like, I think Desperados was shown at one of the events this year. One of those, like, live shows online. I knew that was coming out. Um, Nino Cooney, it just, uh, it just caught my eye, you know? You get the, like, the Studio Ghibli animation. It's already like, all right, this looks pretty cool. Absolutely. That's the only reason yeah. I play. And, I, and like I said, usually, like, uh, you, know, you look at the Steam reviews, and, like, you know, a game with, like, an 80 and 70, who knows? could be good, but... Normally the games they have like a ninety five and above, like all right, it's gonna be probably pretty solid. Sure, sure. Right. Um and I just like roguelites, so pretty much any roguelite I'll give it a try. I actually got one called Curse of the Dead Gods that I, I would like good, to play, man. but 
my controller's kind of busted, and it, that is the kind of game where I wouldn't play a mouse and keyboard. Yeah, I gotta get a new controller, dude. Uh, I gotta get a new controller. And then wrapping it up, um, I played, there was a free weekend. I think we all played it, actually. I had a lot of fun, even though I don't uh, buy these type of games. I had uh, a blast. Hell Let Loose. You guys uh, there fucking were, played there Hell were, Let Loose? Yeah, there were, there were moments of fun in there. Fuck, there dude, I own that game? That's a fun fucking game. I told we, them you owned it, but I didn't ping you, so I guess you didn't see. Got we definitely Thanks, got tired out by, by the end of the night, but we played it for a good amount of time, and... I was going to quit after the was, first game, but I stayed. I'm glad I stayed, but we had I didn't get to play with anybody. Definitely would not be any fun not playing with anybody because, I mean, those games are so... Uh, part of what I like about them, I guess part of what I, I dislike is the same thing. It's just, they're so involved. You know, if you want to play seriously, you need to be on the radio with your, your yeah, like, squad yeah. leader, and they need to be on the radio with the commander. You need to be all Absolutely. working together. It's so have, rare to see that actually happen. We did John, actually. We joined a few nodes? games, dude. The nodes. I had no idea how the commander kept asking me to build nodes, and nobody would tell me <laughs> how or what they do. No, so I'm the. Uh, at a certain point, we had enough people to start our own squad, so I, I became a captain. I started a unit, and the way the communication in that game. I, I mean, I guess I'm talking to the, the listeners because you guys all play the game, I think. But the, the the way communication works is that the captain. I have like direct communication with all the other captain or whatever squad leaders and also our commander. So I'm getting like orders straight from the top. And this guy is just like screaming at me and saying, you need, you need to get your engineer to build nodes. We need nodes. <laughs> we really need nodes. And I'm telling John, I'm like, John, you, you, he, he's yelling at me. Like you really got to build those nodes. <laughs> and John has, John has no idea what he's doing. We're, we're all just like goofing and having fun. And, uh, eventually like, that guy like sat John down and gave him like a hands-on on how to build nodes, and I think John's reaction was just to switch classes. Okay, so what it was, you know what? he had to call supplies down, but to call the you have to like in a like a vicinity, I guess you can't just like grab the supplies and walk away. So he would have had to get on the radio, talk to Vito, map out our position on the grid map, send the supplies down, then I would have to go over there and start building nodes. I was like, dude, fuck all that. Meanwhile, I was like having a Kurt screaming for like backup, and it was just so. Uh, yeah, I was having. I played with a, a medic. Each team can have one medic. It was a lot of fun because I'm not very good at shooting, anyways, so I didn't have to worry about it. You just still get to run in the battlefield and try to pick people up. Sure. It was. It was good. I. I, I, would, I don't think I would ever buy those types of games because, like I said, I don't play many shooters, and you really do need a full squad to make it fun. But as far as a free weekend go, pretty sweet. Pretty fun free weekend. Yeah. So I have to disagree with you that you need a squad to Not make me. it fun. I was gonna ask you, so, like, how do you play solo? So I've played that I've played two rounds. And my first round, uh, there was a guy at the front of the battle, like the spawn area, and he was like screaming for people, like, Hey, do you need like he was basically grabbing people for like new new people? And we went out to this farm and there was a trench there and it was like, Alright, squad, we're gonna wait here for the enemy. And he's like just screaming at everybody. And then right as he gets to the guy next to me, they fucking explode into like a mist. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit. So I start screaming on my, I scream, start screaming on the radio. And the fucking people are like, all right, all right, yeah, let's go, let's go. Fucking, I watched so many people die, dude, in that game. And then I watched a man run into my house and just unload on me. <laughs> he fucking killed me. Yeah, the game's pretty uh, visceral. I would definitely, I, especially damn. when you're playing like maps like Omaha Beach, 
pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, well, that's start- the best part about free weekends. It's just taking a vacation to those kinds of games. Exactly. As a different kind of gamer, you know. Like, yeah, oh, I it, can see what it, these kind of gamers like. Definitely the, the core player base didn't really appreciate it. They kept saying, like, <laughs> oh, I, like basically talking down on us which they yeah. should oh yeah they, they hated that there's a <laughs> until i was reviving I saw it all them. the time in the chat me and john joined and we joined a squad that was just like actively communicating actually every squad we were in was was communicating pretty well but me and john were just goofing around we brought joy and, to that team they needed yeah it. we did they, they were laughing pretty hard at us we but, found uh, them later too yeah well oh hey so Fo- fox squad out. if you're out there listening thank you for your service oh yeah he's a listener it was an honor no, that's the name of that was our squad. It was, was uh, we were, yeah, we were five. Six, there was six people. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was listening. He's, he's... Um, so yeah, as far as video games go, I think that wraps it up. If I, oh no, of course it doesn't. Uh, I've played Ghost of Tsushima, and it's fun. It's great. I recommend it. <laughs> Just a little a little one. indie title. If you almost forgot yeah. it. It's, um, we'll I haven't beaten it yet, too. so I don't want to go too far into it. But I will say that I followed the game not at all up until maybe a week or two before it was released. I actually thought it was going to be like a Sekiro, Dark Souls type, and I was totally disinterested. And then I um, I watched it, and I was like, oh, Sucker Punch is making it. And it's it's great. I've been having a lot, a lot of fun. Cool, cool. Um, uh, well, I don't, I, don't know, I don't know if you're far enough that you want to say much about it or if you want to hold off. Until a different podcast, or no, because well, I'm still, I'm still in Act One of I think three, so I'll, okay, uh, okay. if somehow the yeah. game will take maybe a giant fucking nosedive in the next act, I don't think it's going to, but I'll, I'll, I'll save yeah, my words. Case, sure, then. sure. I'm definitely excited to pick it up after Sekiro. Uh, have you been taking w- one thing that was exciting when I was watching like the trailers was how like artistically beautiful the game is, and I heard that there's like filters you could turn on like a vintage yeah i think you'd really like the i think the photo mode is probably the most extensive and not that i use these a lot but that i've ever seen i think you'll have a lot a lot of fun with it you can mess with like i don't want to sound like an idiot i don't know photo terms but like the aperture and the focus and like the color and pretty much anything you can change like the time of day anything you want for the photo that's Um, so sick uh, yeah that definitely and the game yeah it looks i mean i wish i had a 4k tv because the game looks it already looks amazing, um, you know, just on my normal TV, but I don't know. I could see it just looking like uh, like Super real life, weird. like I'm sure. stepping into feudal Japan. Yeah. Wow. Cool. So I give it a give cool, it a thumbs dude. up. All right. Well, we'll wrap back around to you definitely next week on that. <clears throat> Is that what you got, John? Yeah, I don't think I've seen any movies or anything i probably have but none that stuck with me i got a whole list of movies i think you've watched a couple of them i'll i'll bring them up all right so uh, yeah so that's it for me all right Vito. what do yeah. you got um <clears throat> played some halo 3 with you guys been playing a lot of slay the spire because it's just the game that keeps on giving um, yeah dude i just saw you beat the final boss on that that was pretty great y- yeah yeah beat him yeah, it looks um, like you won. Yeah, definitely won. I don't remember that. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to beat that. Uh, well, I'm enjoying the hell out of the game, but also Zach keeps talking about uh, Monster Train, and he just describes it as a better Slay the Spire. So once I hear that there's like something that takes 
something I like and makes it better. I just like really want to play that. So. Right, well, Zach's our friend. Maybe he's telling the truth. Maybe he's not trying to peddle you something, but you know, that sounds like some drug dealer talk to me, man. He's got you hooked on Slay the Spires, and he's like, oh, man, you got to get on that monster train now. Yeah, like, he's kind of like a, a drug dealer for... Uh, is it an enabler? Alex oh, for uh, low, low deck, monthly cost. Alex was also singing the praises of Monster Train. Right, right. Yeah. You got so, them all hooked. Uh, but the game I've really been playing is Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Um, In your case, it die a lot more than that. these dies like a hundred times at least. At least. Yeah, I do. Um, I really, <laughs> I like the game a lot. I, I love the game actually. Um, I've played. So yeah, so back on my hot take, um, I've played all of the Dark Souls games. I didn't. I never played Demon Souls, but I played all the Dark Souls games. I, I haven't beaten the third one yet, but I, I love Dark Souls, and. Play Bloodborne? Um, no. Ooh, I, I, I just mean, like. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to play Bloodborne? Bloodborne's great. We could do the chalice thing. I've heard, together. yeah, I've heard great things about it. I just. It is. Uh, buying something and playing it on my PlayStation. Dude, just, I know. Like, it's like a that's whole thing, the old, you know? Dude, that's what's keeping me from playing uh, <laughs> Ghost of Shima. But, um. Yeah, so I, I love this game. The obvious comparison is Dark Souls. Uh. But they are very different, and um, I just like what a tight package Sekiro is. It's definitely more straightforward than Dark Souls. It doesn't have the um, like uh, lore, the the secrets, the uh, massive levels and stuff. So it's definitely more linear and straightforward. But it's it's just a really fun video game. I love experimenting with all the different prosthetics trying to find out what works on certain bosses and enemy types. Um, it's very hard, but it feels very fair. Whereas like Dark Souls, I, I wasn't great at those games. And sometimes, a lot of the time when I died, it definitely felt like bullshit, uh, especially on like certain boss fights. Hmm. Um, and I know Andy feels, uh, and I guess maybe the rest of you feels uh, maybe the opposite on a lot of these. So I'm curious to hear what you guys have to say. But yeah, the fighting feels really fair, and I feel like a badass when I'm deflecting like all the bosses' attacks. Um, yeah, I haven't beat it yet, but I think I'm more than halfway. Yeah, um, I think I just got turned off by the what felt to me like a lack of variety and options and the gameplay and what the bosses were asking me to do, like the type of gameplay I was asking me to get good at. Dark Souls felt like it was keeping my on my toes, you know, a lot of different skills and everything. Sekiro was more of a, a really good, but more narrowly focused thing. It was not a bad thing, but at the time, at least I tried to play it, it wasn't really my bag. I just feel like the gameplay in Sekiro is just way better than Dark Souls. I feel like I, I would take everything else that Dark Souls has to offer if the gameplay was, if the combat, rather, was as tight as Sekiro. Sure, sure. I get you. Uh, yeah, and the game's beautiful. Um, yeah, I, I dig it big time. Cool, cool. So you said you have beat it, or you're getting close? No, or? no, I'm, I'm, I'm more than halfway. I think uh, there's one boss that like really infuriated me. That was the one that John's uh, John mentioned earlier. The the corrupted monk, the first uh, one of the corrupted monks you fight. I was actually. I think get, getting pretty pissed because that was the first time in the game where I thought like 
this is kind of unfair. Um, basically, uh, the boss has like an enormous health pool, and also its posture uh, recovers super quickly. And I just felt like the only way to beat that boss is to perfect parry or perfect deflect every attack. Um, and I just was that right? That basically, yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, you got your healing gourds, so you could take you could take like. You know, if I had eight healing gourds, I could take like eight hits. But other than that, you really have to deflect like every attack. Um, so there wasn't a lot of leniency, and I thought that was kind of bullshit. But anyway, it made me a better player for sure. So I can beat the ape guy, there. dude. I beat that ape guy so quick. Did he spook you? He spooked me a little bit. He's pretty pretty creepy looking uh, boss. Yeah. Um. Yeah, dude, I beat that guy so quick. That that boss is like very Dark Souls like. Like I didn't even deflect any of his attacks. I just ran around in circles, waited for an opening, and then ran in and, and hit him. And that's what I mean by like the combat in Sekiro being just so much tighter. Because other than that boss fight, like you have to be aggressive. You have to engage in the you know parries. Yeah, you you gotta engage in, in the combat system that they built for you. You have to use the prosthetics find out which one works for, you know, for a boss. It just makes your time a lot easier. So I know like Andy was saying to me in another conversation that he felt that the game doesn't have as much like experimentation as Dark Souls, where in Dark Souls, I think you were saying like, I don't know, you run into a tough boss or enemy and, you know, if you experiment with uh, the point system and put points into certain uh, abilities or try a different weapon, then... Um, I don't know. There's just a level of experimentation there, but I think Sekiro has that too. It's just not in the form of uh, points and a level up system. It's in the form of the prosthetics that you have. Sure. From what you're saying, it sounds like they just took Bloodborne and ran with it more. So I, I wonder if they're ever gonna like. Wonder if this is now the trend, or if they're going to try to go back to a Souls-like formula at some point. I, I think it's a lot more fun than having the endurance bar. And the dodge system. I mean, you know, different styles. Yeah. I think Bloodborne has its pluses. And souls do. Souls do, too. Yeah. Yeah. But that's better. Yeah, I agree. That's, that's all I've, I've really been doing. <clears throat> all right. Cool. Flash. What? What have you been up to, pal? Oh. Um, for video games, basically... <laughs> I, I haven't continued Hitman yet. I've basically just been playing Halo 3 the past week. Um, just Fun game, really man. enjoying that. Uh, I guess there's a couple things I, I could mention that are non-video games. Um, one is uh, I've been rereading the comic series Astro City for the about the third time. Okay. Because uh, it, like the last series that it had in the franchise finished uh, after the last time I read or I caught up to it. Um, and basically, have, you, have any of you guys heard of this? No. Astro City. It's basically nope. um, like it's it's a self-contained world created and written by uh, Kurt Busiek. Busiek? Since like the, the mid-90s. It's written... Uh, as if it's like a DC or Marvel that it's been ongoing for decades and has a ton of continuity, but really it's just explaining its past to to you 
as you go along. Um, And you're dealing with stories in the present of the the continuity. And the stories are often told from the perspective of like the man on the street or lesser super people. So not like, not like just consistently the justice league level guys. Um, And uh, it's just, it's, 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 it kind of uses a lot of tropes from like all the different eras of comic books. It's it's really a love letter to comic books and superhero comics specifically. That's cool. Um, it's, it's really fun if you like comics. Uh, a person who doesn't like superhero comics might find it a little cheesy, but I think it's intentionally so because it takes those influences from like Silver Age and everything. Um, sure, sure. But it's 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 serious. Like it takes itself seriously. What, it's just like, uh... it's good stories. Where does it belong on like the spectrum of uh, like superhero stories? Is it like uh, corny cheese ball kind of stuff, or is it closer to like I know we we talked about the boys last podcast, and um, it is it is without edge, but it is still self serious and self aware. And the only reason I say it might be a little cheesy, it's it's not overly cheesy, but the only reason I say it might be a little bit is because it does use sort of like tropes from comic book history so like stuff that seems a little far-fetched or um fantastical they use that without any sort of you know without holding back you sure, know, or like sure. making it a different thing sounds kind of cool though i like that yeah it's just like it's all the stories are good there's like there's no bad stories in it which i think makes it one of my favorite comic franchises just by nature of being like basically perfect in what it tries to do mm-hmm Anyway, so high recommend for Astro City. Um, currently, it's I think the last stuff came out in 2018, but it always comes back. Um, and I also watched a movie I want to recommend called uh, One Cut of the Dead. It's a Japanese movie. Have you guys heard of Never this heard one? Of it. Mm-hmm. I, feel like I might I have heard, heard of about it. it. You've heard about it? I never uh, heard it's of it. F- from 2017, it's a pretty low budget thing. Um, so the thing you got to understand something about it, this is a high recommend by the way like you should you, all you guys would like this sweet um it starts out as a low budget zombie flick but it it goes places it's one of those movies that you really have to stick with and watch all the way through uh because the payoff is totally worth it it's from a dusk from dusk till dawn type vibes in sort of yeah like you might think at the half uh, at the half hour mark, like, why was this recommended to me? But believe me, if you don't stick through it, you've done yourself a disservice. Oh, I'm excited. It's, it's, it it's fun. Good. It's like cabin in uh, cabin in the woods type thing. Don't tell me. Yeah, I yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to go into what genre it's in. But yeah, the less you know, the better. It's it's fine. All right, tell me the ending. Right. <laughs> and also tell me <laughs> the ending to dust from dust till dawn. How was the beginning? <laughs> you don't know dust till dawn. I've seen it. Of course, I've seen it. Can't move. <laughs> Man, when I saw that movie, I did not know about the twist when I first saw it. Me and I neither. was like, uh, I, was, I was actually kind what? of pissed because I was what like, was the movie? way more into the first half of the movie than I was the second half. Greg, Ooh, from dusk till dawn. That's funny. You should watch it, Greg. That. You've never I've, seen it. That's the next watch together. Oh, I'm so <laughs> glad we haven't spoiled what happens. But yeah, 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 yeah. All right, we definitely should watch that together. All right, Flash, is that all you got? Yeah. Cool. I'll go ahead and get on my little 
so boxed in. All right, well, into the news, ladies and gentlemen. Get down from there. Into the news. Into the news. Right. News, 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 news. All right, uh, first news item, the movies I've watched recently. I got a list of movies. I got lots of movies and shows here. I'm going to kind of breeze past them unless somebody's got something they want to say about them. Uh, basically, I did a lot of unpacking and stuff this week, so I had my TV playing movies in the background while I was doing shit. Oh, okay. Um, Pineapple Express. It's a pretty enjoyable stoner flick that I missed the ball on when it first came out. I wouldn't say it's very laugh-out-loud funny, but I had a good time watching it. I've definitely seen that a bunch of times when I was a young, early... Adult. Mm-hmm. Young Danny McBride. <laughs> Early man. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, that's yeah. fun. And I watched Knives Out. Uh, I think mm. that's a great movie with a fun story and a good cast. Uh, I think Daniel Craig's character was uh, fun, <laughs> even if he was maybe a little over the top or a little overacted. That's but... why he was fun. Yeah, that's the best right. part about, about his character. And what I'm really excited for... So I, I told you my thoughts about the movie. I, I agree. It was a good movie. I, I enjoyed watching it. Um, but uh, I heard like a rumor. I don't know if it was like a... It's confirmed. Well, I, I know they're working on a second one, but I heard that maybe he's going to... Like his accent's going to be completely different and they won't even mention it. I, I love oh, that idea. That would be great. <laughs> yeah. That would be great if they make him like this timeless detective that has some similar traits you can just throw into whatever... They want to do. Yeah. No, it was a good movie. I liked it. I'll never forgive Ryan Johnson, but it was a good movie. I'm <laughs> surprised by uh, by Daniel Craig. I mean, my, my first experience with him was like the James Bond movies, but then I saw Knives Out and um, was it Heist movie? Uh, oh, um, oh, James Bond? No, 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 no. no. The... Uh, uh, Reverse the, the, the uh, With, hill, they call it Hillbilly uh, Ocean Eleven. <laughs> Logan Lucky, Logan Lucky. Logan Lucky. Did you guys see that one? I've never even heard no, of that no. one. Oh, I it's a no it's With Adam Driver. It's, yeah, it's like Hillbilly Ocean's Eleven. It's got Adam Driver, Daniel Craig, and it's really good. And Daniel Craig's uh, it is good. He's good in that. Yeah, mm. man, you gotta watch um, the American uh, from the girl or the girl with the dragon tattoo. Is that a good Dan- movie? Yeah, dude, it's great. Daniel Craig is great in it. Daniel Craig I just assumed Martin. it wasn't Fincher. good because it's like a book out of, uh, you know. Yeah, it's a David yeah, Fincher Yeah, but it's movie. also by David Fincher. So. Oh. It's got Daniel Craig and Rooney Mara. It's a great movie. Have you seen the uh, the original movie or the read the book? I actually read the I, book and watched the original movie. <laughs> uh, no, no to both of those. I don't okay. Know. All right. Then I've got... This next one is probably the highest... Recommend of everything I've got on here. Ex Machina. Yeah. How many of you guys have seen that? Seen nope. Heck yeah. If it is the movie, I think it is. Hold on. Uh, continue your thing. Oh, I'm going to look it up. Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. And, uh, that's not it's like Donald Gleason. Donald Gleason. The great movie about a guy What's who seems to program a real walking, talking AI. And we follow the man he's brought in to test it. I think it's maybe my favorite AI movie. And Flash, you said this when I first watched it. But what about iRobot? I, I agree, I agree yeah. <laughs> that I wish that uh, more movies had fully explored its premise as well as this movie does. Yeah. Most movies don't even like bother to ex- to actually explore the idea. They just are completely surface level. Right. 
I want to go this, rewatch that because when I was watching it, I was just watching it with you know from the perspective that this is a fun thriller. I, I didn't really think about its implications on like AI. That's um, funny because I I went into it knowing it was an AI movie, and that's the only lens I viewed it from, and I really really enjoyed it. I didn't even really get. Oh, this is a thriller. I have not seen this. It's oh, good. Man, we, we I would watch it with you. I love this movie. Yeah, let me predict it right now. The person's a robot. <laughs> God right, damn it, on. John! How do you always do this? <laughs> how, how does he do uh, this? Flash, can you? Uh, you could edit out that spoiler, right? Yeah, edit yeah. out of his brain. Fuck. Let's edit out of his brain. All right. Uh, moving on. Moving on. The first of two things I've got on my list with Michael Sheen in it. Oh. <laughs> oh. Frost slash Nixon. Was it good? I've actually never seen Uh I would say it's a good movie. And a good to okay movie with a great cast. And the only real problem I have with it is that it it, it kind of like falls over its own self importance about what it's doing. I mean it it feels like it's trying to be this great Oscar piece about uh, a period of our of, of vital American history. But I mean it's just about David Frost interviewing Nixon after he got canned. I mean, it's not, it's not nothing, but it's not like a big deal. I don't really feel like the need to make a two-hour dramatization of it. Right. Um, that being said, the actors were good, and I enjoyed the drama, so it was enjoyable. I think it won Oscars and shit that year, though. I would, you know, not surprised that a movie like this would win Oscars, but I would, I would not have voted for that. <laughs> I've never heard of it. I got some Arnold's on here. Get some Arnold stuff? Some Arnold's. I will start with The Running Man. John, I know you're there for that one. I was. Uh, seen it many times. I, I hadn't seen it in a while. I thought it was alright. Definitely not one of my favorite Schwarzeneggers. That's not one cheesy. of the worst. He's got some of the funnier one-liners in there. I'll give him that. That's true. I wish, though, that... uh. I wish I had, I had towed closer to the book, obviously. And I completely forgot about the book before we were watching it, but I was just kind of reading shit about the book while we were sitting there watching it. And like, man, the book has a much cooler premise than this movie. It's nice to read that. It's a Stephen King under Richard Bachman title. Yeah. Right, right. And we watched Total Recall, and you know that one I've seen many times. Hell I love, yeah. I love Total Recall. Total Recall is such a good movie. <laughs> you all seen it, right? I haven't seen yeah, it yeah. for a very long time. I don't really remember it. Ooh, we should, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd even watch it again. I probably would. I would watch it a third <laughs> time in the last month. I love that movie. It's so, it's so watchable, dude. It really it's, is. It's just a fun... I like the, the sets, the, you know, all the places they go. The, the characters. Yeah, the environments, the characters are silly. But in a good way. And in, almost in an explainable way, too. You know? Yeah, like One of the sure. movies where you're just like... You're like, oh, that's stupid. But initially, like, oh, okay, it's stupid, but... You can kind of buy it. You buy yeah. into it. Like, it makes sense what you're watching. Exactly. You know? Or maybe it doesn't. You know, that's exactly, kind of... Exactly, yeah. Total, great movie. It's a great movie. Much better very, than it's a, Running Man. It's a very self-aware action movie. I think that's one of the things we keep picking up on, but not saying it loud. It's like, it's yeah. just... It's great how self-aware it is as an action movie. And it's not a parody of action movies either, but it definitely knows what it's doing. You know, it's great. I'll throw it up during the break. 
<laughs> the two-hour movie, but all right. Uh, I'm actually watching it right now. Um, moving on, I've got some TV shows on here too. I've rewatched a bit of Thirty Rock. I love that show. I don't really have anything new to say about it, but man, it's a great show if you haven't seen it. And just because of its relation to Thirty Rock in terms of like cast and writers, I uh, watched Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. This is my All second right. time watching some of the first season. The first time didn't really grab me, but I think it's a absurd, ridiculous show that's also pretty enjoyable. Like I, I enjoy Kimmy Schmidt. I um, watched the first season of that, but I didn't really feel the need to like continue when it had more. Yeah, <laughs> it's not as good as like Tina Fey's other stuff, like Thirty Rock, obviously, but it's still good. I enjoy it. Then Michael Sheen's other appearance on my list. I have Good Omens. That's an adaptation of the book of the same name by Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett. Any of you guys seen that? Other than Flask? Nah. Narp? Good Omens is great, man. Um, the It's a good show. It's really... Uh, the real draw of the show is following Michael Sheen as the angel of Xerophale and David Tennant as the demon Crowley as they kind of become best friends and collude with each other, even though they're not supposed to let heaven and hell find out respectively. And, uh, as they end up going against their respective bosses wishes to try to avoid the, uh, avoid Armageddon as the antichrist nears his 11th birthday. It's a, (laughs) it's a fun premise. It's no, it's wacky. Good. It's mostly funny too. I mean, if you know the authors, that's not surprising because those authors are like, dry British humor, kind of wacky, absurdist type stuff. Um, Good Omens leans heavily into that, and you're really watching it for the Michael Sheen, David Tennant interactions, which are great. Um, that being yeah, said... that's what I liked about it the most. That being said, I'm not going to you know, sing as high praise and call it the best show of all time. It does have some pretty bad special effects that draw you out of some of the cooler scenes. Um, and it doesn't have great child actors, and most of the scenes with the child characters are pretty bad. Oh my, I completely forgot about that aspect, yeah. <laughs> especially great. towards especially towards the end um somebody made this comment online i totally agree with actually when it's trying to veer too close to adapting the book it's when it gets the worst performances and the worst stale moments like when it's well, doing like book dialogue originals yeah exactly it's completely different than like it, screenwriting dialogue it's like the the original stuff is written well but the adapted stuff is not written as well but Overall, I enjoy it. You guys don't need to read the book to enjoy the show. It's on Amazon Prime. In fact, I didn't even like the book that much, weirdly, even though the two authors are really dear to me. I didn't really like the book that much, but the show, I think, is worth watching, at least. Cool. And then finally, on my show's list, which is longer than I expected, I finished The Boys. Uh, yeah. Nice. So your nice. prediction was wrong. Dude, you are Which so one? stupid. You're so dumb, dude. You're an idiot. You shouldn't even be you allowed know, right? to watch season two. So they were yeah, going to well, uh, take the super. I dude. hate you. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they're gonna. I, you know, they're gonna. Only no, matter time. I feel like that's going to happen eventually. Yeah. Like that made saving obviously saving it for season two. Yeah. But yeah. uh, you're so stupid I'm for, for two, thinking man. they weren't. You fucking idiot! Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, no, I I enjoyed Sorry. the boys, especially especially how much uh, I like talking about with my friends. 
<laughs> uh, that was really the main reason I watched it was to talk about my friends. Oh, um, hey, uh, Molly, you've seen it. I can bring this up because I didn't want to before. Dude, Black yeah. Noir, he's going to do something big, right? They got him, like, hidden in the background. I bet he's going to play a big role. What do you guys think? Absolutely. I know things from the comic. All right, so he is. Yeah, of course I do, too. Oh, shit. I can't say anything. Hopefully he comes up in season two, so it doesn't then, become quite a secret. Can, yeah. I, 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 I know early on. I know that I know that he's more than what he is, but I don't know any details about that. I mean, the show might. Oh, you do know what? Well, I guess they do kind of show yeah. him uh, fighting that one lady. He, he plays you know, piano. You know, he's like real. He does play the piano. I like yeah, his you know, name. He's not like a puff of smoke or anything. I think you're gonna be stoked. To see more black and war. I think even the amount that I said comics. in like the chats was too much. Like I should not say anything because. <laughs> oh, I, don't, I didn't even. You know, I didn't look through all that. I, I, no, I don't even know what you're talking about. Right. I'm just um, saying. I feel. What if you, the viewer, much. were black and war the whole time? It'd be pretty neat. It'd be pretty neat. Uh, so yeah, what do you think of the uh, season finale? What do you think of the season itself? Oh, I I thought. Uh, both were great. I thought that it was overall just a really solid, very enjoyable, great season of television. I don't really have much bad to say though, and the episode itself was good too. Um, I'm definitely excited for season two. I'm glad I watched it now and not a year ago, so that I only have to wait two more months instead of however long you guys waited. But I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Nice. Show should win awards. I don't know if it did, but. It should be up there in the shows of that year. I really, really enjoyed it. So you're going to try Preacher now? Yeah, no, I looked into that. I'm, I'm going to download or, uh, you know, it's try to Hulu. legally acquire Preacher. All right, cool. Yeah. Or it was on Hulu, I think. It was a while ago, but... Yeah. I, I always have a thing where it's like, I, I like the show, so now I want to check out the comic. I mean, I even said this last time. Like, I hear the comic, especially mostly from you, Flask. I hear it's just not really worth my time. From what I hear about wait, it, wait, which one? Um, uh, the boys. I, I guess no, I was thinking I, of the preacher comic, but either way, I said the opposite. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. I said that the. I mean, well, not the opposite, but I feel like the show does certain things its way, but there's some things about the comic I actually like better. Oh, okay. Okay. Surprise. Well, because I like comics, so so someone who's not like into comics might not feel the same. On the video game side. I've played a bit of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I did the old John routine where I played four or five hours of it, got past the first island, then I uninstalled it. But nice. I'll say that I, I wasn't hating it. In fact, I, I really enjoyed and was impressed by what I played. But I also felt like uh, the writing wasn't really grabbing me and that I kn the game was so much trying to be a good open-world action game that I felt like I knew exactly what the game was going to do for the next, like, 40 or 50 hours. And if I didn't have other things to play on my list that I felt like I was going to enjoy a lot, it would definitely be a game that I would probably enjoy spending more time in it than I did. But it's kind of intimidating how large that world map is and all the stuff to do and everything. That's and I'm not a big fan... Cool. I'm not a big fan of the level gating. That was one thing, one yeah, lesson I, I wish that. I had learned from... The Witcher, but one of the ridiculous things is about the world map is basically segregated into different levels. So 
without having explored anywhere, you can almost draw a line about where you're going to go out through your next 60-hour adventure through the world. You know what I mean? That's a little less interesting than just presenting me this big open world with secrets to explore. All that being said, it was probably one of the best Assassin's Creed games just as far as, like, sheer gameplay goes, even if it doesn't feel like the same IP anymore. But I enjoyed it the one I played of it. I felt I like I got enough of it. I think it's so weird that everyone was just, like, coming out of the woodwork to play Assassin's Creed all of a sudden, considering I thought it, I think everyone so kind of knows what it is. Like, the, the everyone knows what the franchise is and how much, how much it is that, like you're saying. There's so much to do, and it's kind of... Like, uh, you might not necessarily like that I, gameplay it, loop. If, I if, I'm, if, I, I would, if I'm describing it like I would describe Assassin's Creed 2, then I must be describing something poorly. Because this, I, I want to be stay clear. This is not an Assassin's Creed game, and I also don't like how bloated it is. But it's not at all. I don't think as I'm saying this. Yeah. Same oh thing no, there. it's gotten much more bloated over time. Like they they just well, they lean just, into that formula. The other thing with the biggest critique on Assassin's Creed One is that there was. There wasn't enough to do. It was like you go to town, you stand on Eagle Post, and then there was like one of three missions. It was like one where you tail the guy, one, you know, one where you just like sat pick in the pocket. Crowd. Yeah, you pick a pocket. Uh, I think Assassin's Creed Two had a good balance. It was yeah, there was some some extra stuff you could do. Assassin's Creed Two was great. Yeah. Um, I think what I'm talking about is the Ubisoft like towers where you it's it's I mean in gaming it became a trend where you go up on a tower. You see everything around, and all the icons pop up on your map. Sure, sure. And then you have to sure. go do all of those things, you know? I don't like that. It's just that, that over yeah, and over again. Yeah, there's so again. many meaningless ones. I like it know? for some reason, but other like, go to Shima, I don't understand why. Ghost of Tsushima definitely has that, like, where you reveal the map and there's things. But, like, all the things are, like, things I look forward to going to. Cause I'm like, oh, this is going to be a cool, fun little story. Or, like, oh, this is going to be, like, a cool parkour section. Instead, creator, like, I, I'll add those heading there, like, is this gonna be just some fucking bullshit that's gonna waste it's my time? It's just bullshit, oftentimes. Yeah, oftentimes, yeah. and like, and I get that. Like, a lot of people do like that. Just like the, they like just the traversing, the activate, and like the actual activity, just whatever. And and I get that. But for me, I don't. Yeah, that's yeah. You just phrased maybe better than I would have ever phrased exactly how I feel. I I totally get the appeal. I I'm not at all trying to say it's bad because of these things, but right now. In fact, you know, in the right time in my life, I might even like this game more. Just, you know, depends on what I got on my plate. But, like, right now it feels way too much game that's not interesting and unique for me. Um, it doesn't demand your attention when there's I, all sorts of yeah. great games on your list that you're trying you to You just play. tune back in I, when there's... I a, mean, one of the things like about my taste is that, like, it's trying to be this big open-world action RPG that doesn't seem to be giving me a super interesting world. And I, I realize I've just barely scratched the surface. But more importantly, it, you know, it's trying to be a 60 RPG that doesn't seem to have a good story. And, like, what I saw in the writing was, I mean, there were sequences that were just kind of bad and, like, really tropey and everything. It's like, all right, I don't... I, I just wasn't grabbed all by the characters or anything either, you know. And I that's definitely a big component for me when I'm talking about these types of games specifically. I think that's a problem with Origins as well. Like, it, there there are a lot of tropey beats to the story. And I, I wasn't, yeah. like, super interested in the story either. But just, like, I did enjoy the world. I did enjoy exploring. Sure, sure. Because um, it's meticulously created, you know. Flask, I, I hope you feel uh, good about uh, how highly we hold your opinion. 
Oh, of course. We, well, yeah, well, based, well, based, well, based on, based on how many games. people bought, yeah, I'm shocked. I'm not buying. <laughs> That's what that I'm game, saying. Why I'm did shocked. everyone just suddenly decide to? Play? Well, I really you, believe you. You I think I'm very fair. It was I thought thing. it was like a meme it was a at thing, first. and then it was very cheap. It was like ten bucks on Steam. Okay, uh, fifteen okay. bucks on Steam. Like, yeah, dude, it was. I fucking love, dude. I loved it. I loved Odyssey. Which is, you know, that's good that you tried it and then we're surprised pleasantly. Yeah, I was very I'm pleasantly surprised. I get good podcaster flask. Thanks, man. I'm more interested in playing that game now than ever, but that doesn't really mean much. That one idiot's gonna like the game. Yeah, I didn't say that. Uh, all right. Sorry, did anybody else have anything to say about that? I think you crushed my spirit enough. Uh, the la- last game I'll mention just briefly because I've only just started is Yakuza Zero. Uh, I'm really enjoying that game. Nice. Feels Did like you play any more after that night? Uh, just a little bit more. Like I kind of like ran around Cambocho. Right I uh, I played the batting mini game. I'm and, sorry. Uh, hold on. Can we can we stop for a minute? I wasn't gonna say anything. What What did you call this the town you're in? It's Cambocho. <laughs> Cambocho. Camarocho. Yeah, Cambocho. Cam- it's Cambocho. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, well, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Sir, all right. That's, that's, <laughs> sorry, that's mistaken. All right. No, no, I, I really, well, I really enjoyed it. No, I played. I just played some of the mini games, and I did some of the sub stories. I, I was a producer on the TV oh, nice. show. Um, I got frisked down by this lady cop. Well, it was actually a guy cop that I thought was a lady cop <laughs> the entire time until I read the sub stories thing afterwards, and it mentioned it was a guy. Course. Uh, classic. I isn't there a type I've, of tea called kam- kombucha? Kombucha. Yeah, kombucha. Um <laughs> Yeah, kombucha tea. Nah, uh and I feel like I'm getting near where the story wants me to go. Uh, uh, oh yeah, yeah, I think last thing I did tonight was start running towards the next thing to do. But no, I'm I was just enjoying my time at Kamrocha for a couple hours last night. I really enjoying that game. It's like old school GTA with a uh, beat 'em up style gameplay in the best ways. I like it a lot. Now, I I felt like I understood the series, the ordering, but which like when did where does Yakuza Zero lie in the order of in, things? So Zero the is 80s, I believe. I don't know what year, but it is the very very first game, like in the there chronologically. So you're just becoming a Yakuza. But that one came out after, like, it 4 did. or yes. something, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's a prequel. It yeah. is a prequel. When did it and come out? The... Do you know what year? Oh, uh, we have the power of the internet. Let's, uh... It must have been oh, 2010. I'm looking it up. You're playing that but on Game Pass? 2015. Yes. Okay. I'm playing Yakuza 0 on Game Pass because I just heard Kiwami 2 was coming, and I think Kiwami might be on there as well. And then are the Kiwami games remakes of the games yes, starting with Yes, they are remakes one? of 1 and 2. Okay, okay. They're only doing one and two, they said. And then they released three, oh. four, and five as like an HD re-release on... I don't know if it's on the Xbox, but I know it's on the PlayStation. Huh. Okay. I hope that comes yeah. to uh, like Steam and all that, or the computer in general. So I'm I might still work my for way seven. through the series. Or at least play through Kiwami 2 since it's on Game Pass, but yeah, Woven Yakuza is here so far. You, oh man, you're not even like... Like I said, I know I said it starts slow, and you're still in that slow part, like... I thought chapter off. one was just the slow part, but I was still enjoying chapter one. I didn't, yeah. I couldn't like move around freely. I, I mean, it's a lot it has of a good ass story. Building. Yeah, I want you to, you know, know your people and get the, the mood. See that? See that game? 
It can it can be slow for once. It has a good story. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like so, you said, some of those difference. cutscenes were like a half hour. I, I think one was over a half hour long. Absolutely, it was, it was good. Got any uh, predictions for the story? What's going? You think your uh, your bro's gonna gonna stick it out with you? I don't want to make predictions because I have like in my knowledge there are fragments of stuff I've heard that have been telephoned in my brain. Well, I mean, they've been telephoned in my brain where I don't know what's real and what's not. I don't want to say anything out loud and potentially have it confirmed or unconfirmed. I'm happy just being confused. At least until I get another chapter or two in, because it's like a 60-hour game, right? And I've only just started it. Yeah, you you definitely have... have, I would say around... Give it to like chapter three or four. Wait, what do you mean by that? That's one of like I think it takes off story wise. How many chapters are there? Uh, fourteen. 14 uh, I don't know exactly, but yeah, probably twelve wow. to fourteen. Wow. All right. I'm not sure they're all the same length though. You know what I mean? Like some. Sure, no, sure, they're sure. some are very short. Some are front loaded. Some are yeah. yeah. All right, that's all I gotta say about that. Anybody else have anything to say about games that were brought up or VTubers until we run off to break? Oh yeah, I have a lot. I. Uh... Can you give me like 15 minutes on VTubers? 20 minutes. Yeah, You can start, but I'm going to send everybody else to break, including myself. Oh, oh well God. then, if nobody's <laughs> listening, then I don't want to. All right. I'll listen. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> oh, hey, John. I wanted to say while you were here, um, there is one thing about Yakuza I do know. I'm pretty sure it's a major spoiler, and I, I don't mind spoiling it because the game just spoils it for you. So I guess it's not a spoiler. Maybe it's not major. Okay. But I'm pretty sure that there's two playable characters in Yakuza, which has me, uh, which has some major implications for what might happen to Kiryu. Nope, you're wrong already. Really? Yep. Oh, uh, so in the in the sub-stories menu, there's, like, two menus, one that has Kiryu's name and one that has somebody else's name. So I assume <laughs> there's another playable character. Maybe oh, yes, yes, you. maybe. Who knows? Right, just stop talking. <laughs> I, so, yeah, confirmed there is another playable character that Greg just remembered. But, yeah, I'm just saying, I, I just want to bring that up to say, it's lame that I got a spoiler for me in a menu, if true. Well, what... I wanted to say is the way you described it. I thought you were saying that you think something is going to happen to Kiryu. Why would you also spoil that? Yeah, so now no. I know. <laughs> I don't know. It's fine, Greg. Don't worry about it. Andy, have you seen the? What do they show you for the cover of Yakuza in the Game Pass? Like the cover, you know, like like if you had a phys- do they show you like if you had a physical good, good copy? Point. One second. They do show us some box art. Let me check it out. What's the box art? <laughs> that that's funny. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, no, there's two guys on there. One has <laughs> one, got an eye patch. So got yeah, <laughs> I didn't even realize. Mm. I didn't even realize. The only reason I I still had the tab up because I looked up when the game came out. No, so it's really not that big of a spoiler. What's uh? Let's get back to the news, everybody. Welcome back to the news. Oh, that, was, that was terrible. Let's... <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back 
to the podcast, everyone. That was a real veto transition there, if you know what I mean. I'm kidding. Uh, what do you? Uh, what do you? No, mean? Andy. I don't know what you yeah, mean. What do you? That. Go ahead and detail. Go ahead. Uh, and now we will go on to the news, discuss some of gaming's finest. Stories over the last few weeks. <laughs> Redo it. We're <laughs> run it back. Let's do Finest uh, news. Uh, uh, so first off, we paid some lip service to Jeff Keighley's um, The Final Hours of Half-Life Alex because at the time we thought it was a documentary. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's not. Uh, much. And that's a big oops on our part because if you knew anything about Jeff Keighley, he has a whole series of projects like this this is just the probably the biggest one by far um oops i knew this was camp keely but i didn't want to uh, embarrass you guys right so it's uh it's an interactive um documentary basically you know you go around you interact with objects whatever and it gives us the lowdown it's like a book it's like an ebook and it uh gives us the lowdown of what's been going on with half-life these last several years i'll kind of just uh, skim over some of the big things. So, there was a project called Half-Life 3 that seemed to have started development what? sometime in late 2012. Um, this non-VR version of Half-Life would have revolved around combat sequences through procedurally generated towers and buildings chained together by crafted plot events. A more plot-centric Half-Life project emerged within Valve in 2015 led by Mark Laidlaw. And it's a VR exclusive game codenamed Borealis. Um, and it would have taken place entirely on that ship, the Borealis, through like a time travel adventure type thing. Just to remind, 20, even 2012 was five years after episode two came out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and before I go on here, I want to say that I watched the No Clip documentary covering Arcane Studios, the developers who made Prey and Dishonored. And they go into detail at some point at length in the documentary about how Arcane Studios worked on um, a potential episode four type thing. Like, they they knew that Valve huh. called an episode internally, but Gearbox, or not Gearbox, wow, but Arcane was just told <laughs> to, you know, build this thing. And what it was is they showed footage of it because it was fairly late in development and was canceled. Um... Is um, it's called Ravenholm, and you just fo- kind of followed Father Gregory around, helping him solve puzzles and uh, helping him secure Ravenholm or something like that. It would have been like a much smaller, shorter adventure, but uh, weird. Yeah, it's like and, uh, arcade, arcane. Duh. You should. I can't remember what exactly. But, you know, they talk about how stuff from that eventually seeded into Dishonored and um, Prey. So that was cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and they also had a, uh, what's also mentioned there is that they had a Left 4 Dead 3 project, um, that was in, uh, development for months that they codenamed, uh, Hot Dog to prevent players from finding out what was going hmm. well, that right now, there, that's so there, a hot dog. So there's some more stuff there about Valve. I think that was kind of like the big highlights, but, um, you know, it... <laughs> It's less satisfying now that Alex is out to hear that information because it's like, okay, we kind of could have gathered that they probably tried stuff and it didn't work out. But it is more, you know, it is illuminating to see what all was going on. Um, just that's kind of, of their wits without a gimmick, I guess. Sure. 
Um, and according to Keeley, I can't remember if this was in the storybook or this was said afterwards, but um, Valve employees definitely want to build a full-scale non-VR Half-Life game. So there's a question of whether Big Valve is going to fund such a project. Big Valve. So yeah, I think we would all be excited, obviously, to play a non-VR Half-Life game. Some of you had actually played it, Alex, but you guys got any thoughts about Valve and their Half-Life stuff that we've learned about? Uh, yes. I wish we would see uh, a Left 4 Dead 3. Should turn out. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be nice. That um, maybe a Team Fortress three. Yeah, that'd yeah, be wacky. Whatever. I don't know, man. <laughs> I liked Team Fortress when I was a, a yeah. lad. Yeah, no we should check out uh, that classic mod. I don't want to do that. Hmm. <laughs> uh, I welcome more Valve VR, Half Life VR, anything VR games they have. But I do understand that more obviously. Uh, the masses me. don't have VR. So it would be sure. cool to see a standalone game for them as well. Sure. Call me when they make Gary's Mod VR. <laughs> That's not already a thing. Uh, probably. Someone may probably make a mod of it. <laughs> Seems That'd be very so funny, obvious. actually. All right. Well, some gamers dug into uh, on the PlayStation Network. They dug into the marketplace and somehow unearthed this title card for... Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops CIA, um, which is probably the reboot of Black Ops for 2020. That's been speculated for quite some time. So what is the red door? Well, I think, like Brennan suggested in the chat, it's probably a reference to uh, the Rolling Stones. It's probably a hint that they're rebooting the first Black Ops game. Right, but I mean, like, what is it in this context? It's just... It's in quotes, but I don't understand what. Yeah, maybe it's just a code name for. I, I mean, they didn't mean. If the game, if we know the game is called leak. Black Ops CIA, then what is the red door? Well, they. I don't. This was a leak, so maybe they didn't plan on telling us it was called Call of Duty Black Ops CIA. Black Ops exactly. CIA was the leak that was. That, that I think was, it was. Exactly, I think it was supposed to appear on the swords of the red door. You're supposed to wonder, ooh, what is this? Oh, and it was supposed to be a okay. big reveal. Was oh, I see. Black so, Ops CIA. Yeah. Okay. None of so us the demo are, is called uh, the Red Door and has like an image right. leading to that, but it accidentally the game is actually called Call of Duty Black Ops CIA. I don't think it's called that normally. I think they had to do something to get uh, that to appear. But hmm, yes. Okay. None of us are Call of Duty avid players, right? None of us play the new Call of Duty or anything. Oh, Greg, Greg, you play Call of Duty, right? I do play Call of Duty. I haven't played in a while. I actually uninstalled it. Okay. Because, uh, you don't care about a, a Black Ops reboot? Uh, I do. I'm I'm interested. If why 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 are we rebooting Black Ops though? I don't know. Dude. Why they so it sold a lot of warfare? money, dude. It'll sell a lot of money again. Okay. I mean, they rebooted sure Call of Duty what four or Modern Warfare two? Which one? Yeah, Modern I mean, Warfare. Yeah, that exactly. sold great. It's the next step. True. Their new stuff's not doing as well. Might as well reboot some of the old stuff that did great. <laughs> Foolproof. Microsoft's streaming service, xCloud, is now going to be a free component of Game Pass Ultimate coming this fall. I'm not really into streaming stuff, as we discussed many times, and uh, I don't have an Xbox One, so there's really no need for me to get Game Pass Ultimate, but that's a cool 
It's a cool service. Yeah, I think it, I think it's neat to have that as an option that so you can just yeah. put you can just play your game from wherever. I think that's always yeah, nice. and they they really are doing a lot to make Game Pass a compelling offer. You know what I mean? Like they're they're really strengthening the value of that subscription, mm-hmm. which makes me wonder. I would not be surprised that we see Game Pass subscription go up here soon. I, I don't know that at all been rumored or whatever, but I would not expect it to stay at the five dollar. $10 price point that it is right now forever if it with all this stuff can be added to it. We'll see. You know. Would you pay more for it? Do you think? Or would you is this your limit? It depends on what games are, they keep offering. They keep offering games I consistently want to play at this rate. Honestly, I would be fine paying up to $10 a month for it, I think. I'm, yeah, I guess it's dependent on like what you feel you're gaining, you know? The, like yeah. the value that you yeah. yeah for instance i feel like i've probably spent way too much money on game pass like basically at this point i've paid like 40 dollars for slay the spire and that's <laughs> that's really about it i probably should have just bought the game on steam yeah but that's just because yeah. yeah. but you know i've had it for a full year now and i like i've played i played the outer wilds on it i played years five on it um I'm playing Yakuza on it now. I have Final Fantasy IX on it. I mean, I could go, you know, if I really thought about it and went through the list. I'm sure I'm ahead on as far as, like, games I've played versus the money I've put in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I think your experience is, like, a great example of why um, the... uh, Why it's a good deal. Like, the... the, um, convenience factor is so important you know absolutely that's the thing like it's convenient to play games you know what i mean you you just keep it because it's you can just do it right away you know with all yeah. these, these games and no no must no fuss that's the best way you fight piracy and stuff in my opinion yeah, is yeah. you just make it easier to access the media you know absolutely uh this next one's kind of wacky red dead fans are dressing up as clowns to protest the dearth of updates in Red Dead Redemption 2. In Protesting real life? Rockstar. No, no, no. We should have done that, John. We should have uh, dressed up like I mean, it, it's, it's kind of ineffectual. No, in I uninstalled the game. But. Well, yeah, I fucking uninstalled it too, dude. It's been what? But yeah. it's good to see that it's getting attention from outside sources. What do they want? It's been seven months without an update, I think. Which is kind of insane for Red Dead Online. Are we GTA talking online? about like yeah. content, content or yeah. fixes? No, like a con- like a you know, like a GTA content. like online content up the egg that you know, like a heist or something or like a G- I, I think GTA Online GTA? is getting updates at a higher rate than Red Dead Online, even though yeah, GTA they, Online is like five or six years older. They released the multiplayer Baron with you know the caveat that this is a, a living you know, multiplayer experience, and we're gonna keep adding on to it. So if you don't add something in seven months, then maybe, on, you know? maybe in the anniversary, or didn't they actually probably they probably did already the anniversary? Say maybe they're gonna do this giant patch, and they've been working on it. And it's gonna mm. be like a ton of shit, but I highly doubt it. I think they're just trying to bide their time until the PS5 comes out, so they can resell it <laughs> and pull the same thing that you do with the GTA. You know, you're like. Uh, the technology we want to put into the game can't be handled on the older consoles. 
So you gotta buy it in the newer one if you want to continue with the updates. But we already have the PC version, right? So. Well, yeah, we have the PC version, but you know, not everybody. Has the PC oh yeah, version. I, I think that's definitely true. Um. Yeah, what I, like I said, it's good to see that. I don't think it'll do anything. I think they're still gonna, you know, stick to their whatever they're affected their by the bottom line. Is. You know what I mean? They've got they're a just formula that's been calculated. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's nice to see that other people are noticing too. They're just gonna make you pay for the clown costume. That's, that's true. <laughs> that, would be, that would actually be a good bit. I yeah, I guarantee that clown costume. You probably gotta be like level like fifty to unlock all the stuff. Yeah. Three gold bars. <laughs> It'll cost five hundred gold bars. Absolutely. Uh, this next one. There's a World War Two game. Let me find the title. No way. It was re rejected from Google Play Stores because of Nazi references. Oh but my god. Here's the thing. It's called it's called Attentat 1942. They're apparently approved by German regulators and everything. It's just a normal World War Two game that because it's about World War Two includes references to Nazis. Um, removed from the Google Play Store. Maybe I just, just want to bring a, that up a bot picked it up. Maybe and, and exactly. Yeah, I, I just probably rectified. I'm sure. Probably. I just enjoy the irony in these kinds of stories. Yeah, it's weird cool. to me that like big games sometimes can't. Uh, aren't approved for the use of Nazi imagery. Yeah, like Wolfenstein in, yeah. in yeah. overseas had its references removed and replaced with generic original stuff. It's like no, that's history, guys. That's real. <laughs> well, Wolfenstein is not really history. No, but I mean, like the the organization, the the yeah, right, yeah. I guess. He's Greg, did you watch the Nintendo Mini Direct? I did not. I didn't give a shit. I'll be honest. That's all right. I got. I got a little. Uh, Tell me what happened. Oh, I, I do know about Shimigami Tensei. Yeah, so we got uh, Shimigami Tensei Three Nocturne remaster was confirmed. Uh, it's coming in Spring Twenty One. With the Switch and the PS Four, and Shimigami Tensei Five was revealed. The game's going to launch on the Switch in uh, 2021. I played one of those games. They, it was kind of fun. Gotten kind of overshadowed by Persona in recent years. I 100% yeah. agree. Like that that you like Persona better? or that uh, Oh, just the fact that, uh, that it's overshadowed? I definitely right. like Persona more than I like Shin Megami Tensei. That is, uh, but uh, I haven't played them in a while, but they're pretty good. And uh, I might pick up the fifth one. I always we, wanted uh, to just for the atmosphere. <clears throat> and we we talked about Doctor Disrespect last week. How he was banned from Twitch. We briefly brought him up, only to say that we don't didn't know why. Uh, he has done an interview with PC Gamer where he's talked about his experience a little bit, I guess. Um, and uh, he, we still don't know why he was banned, but he says he's not going back to Twitch, and that uh. Uh, he'll he he's planning on a pivot to something, you know. Well, I guess not a pivot. He's he's planning on keeping his platform alive. So, yeah, he's been very suspiciously quiet on uh, on the ban, and uh, could be due to uh, you know just uh, his legal counsel or whatever, or you know, he's not nobody knows publicly. Who knows? Nobody we don't knows. know. 
wait till more information comes out. But it's a little weird. Yeah. I'll say it. I think it's a little weird. I agree. We'll see. Uh, on the brighter side, uh, one-third of developers have had games delayed due to the coronavirus. Of all developers? <clears throat> I, yeah, I didn't really look too much at that story. That one kind of popped on my feed uh, right before the podcast started. But I guess maybe games uh, that were stated to be released this summer. Right. <laughs> yeah. This, this year. Says, uh, uh, that's it's not a surprising figure, and I imagine the number is going to increase as the year goes on. Just, if anything, just I, would, I would expect it to be more. I don't know what's so hard about this. Just all right. Then we jumped into an Ubisoft conference for a bit. It's like a forty-five minute thing. We saw Watch Dogs Legion, which. Uh, it's not surprising, but it's watchdogs where you can apparently recruit just about any NPC in the world to join your hacker game, and they all have their own unique abilities and um, skill sets, and whatnot, and it helps make the dynamic gameplay or the gameplay dynamic. So they it seemed kind of so confusing, like because when we originally saw this game, it, it that's what it looked like. You could just jump into anybody, basically. But then this, the gameplay demo that we were seeing in this conference. Seemed to indicate that it was not like just open to everybody, you know, like you weren't just it able was, to jump into yeah. anybody. But then it seems like no, maybe the original thing is the case. Uh, it seems like I their could, marketing is saying that that is the case that you can just be anybody. But I don't know. This we article that. definitely says that everyone's playable. Yeah, yeah, that's what they were saying. But it's just what we saw in the game was kind of weird. I can't quite remember what it was, but at one point Flash and I were both pretty sure that it was the had, fact that, that there was, that there was a large amount of characters. Maybe you could recruit, but it wasn't everybody or something. Like right. That, Cause I mean? it was the fact that they had like stories for all these characters that we were, oh, they yeah, were showcasing characters yeah. instead of just like saying you can jump into anybody, which you would think that with all these, like you, you wouldn't have, uh, you know, curated characters in a game with that. Well, it's saying that uh, every NPC in the game can be recruited into uh, Hacktivist Collective. So I'm sure like you'll probably, I don't know, uh, create a team and you can recruit NPCs that are playable. But there are, you know, characters that um, the story will follow, you know? Yeah, yeah. we'll, we'll see. It's just, uh, I think all Flash saying I agree with is that it was just conflicting. They were sending mixed messages. Um, yeah. We also I'm saw. Interested. Yeah, I'm interested. I've never really been in, into that series. Watch Dogs Two is now free, or it was free for a time. Um, <laughs> they botched that. <laughs> they just had to give yeah. it away to everybody afterwards. It was originally going to be a stream reward for watching it as as an Ubisoft guy live, but uh, it didn't work out at all. So they ended up having to just give it away. Okay. Um. I people beg you, stop. Saw, just watch the thing. People were piece. really mad about that. <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry Andy. I, bought, I, I just needed oh, to like, good, say good. that. You good? A lot of people were fucking being really big babies. I'm like, yeah. I, I watched this. I, I fucking deserve this game. And I'm like, uh, you're lucky they're giving you shit, man. <laughs> I, I, I was, was like... like 
I, oh. I in the first in the first like thirty seconds I joined, I was like, oh, I gotta log into Ubisoft. Nah, I'm good. I just I, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like I won there. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was already logged in, and they logged me out during the conference. <laughs> that sucks. That would have been so frustrating to deal with. I'm glad I avoided that hellscape. It was just, you know, I was I just was all on Twitter looking at it, and they were like. Hey, don't worry about it. Just enjoy the show. I don't like, like when uh I I can't, we need to boycott Ubisoft. I'm like, dude, <laughs> what? I don't like this trend of like having to watch something, you get a key for a game or whatever. That that feels like uh like when you have to sit through like a timeshare like meeting. They're bribing you to watch their thing. Yeah. I think we're going to see like a lot strangely more of it. like that. I feel like uh that probably worked really well for Riot and Valorant. I just got a feeling that it did. I feel like I think we're gonna see a lot of that. During the pre-show, during the pre-show, they were also just throwing up keys on stream one at a time, like on. So whoever got it would just had the best bot, you know. It's like yeah, nobody who deserves it is getting those keys. No, it's not even worth doing anymore. People have bots are just scraping everything. You know what I mean? That's fucked. You guys still play Valorant? Do you keep up with it? Um, I, uh, no, I mean, I haven't played in a while. I would love to, though. Like, I would love to have it in the rotation. I, I thought that game was a lot of fun. Same. Uh, I had a blast. The only, there's no reason why we haven't played it other than... We just were busy. We just haven't. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, no, I don't want to slander game. the game too harsh, but I did see a short story that um, you, you can buy, like, skins in the game, right? Yeah. There's like yeah, a sure. there's like a three hundred dollar skin set uh, for oh sale. God. It's just aesthetic though, right? right yeah, for three hundred bucks, they 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 should not be able to charge that much. No, for they anything. shouldn't. It's absurd. No, like absolutely kids playing not. the game. I I don't I don't think so either. That's ridiculous. I mean, some yeah. some kids gonna ask for that for their big Christmas present. You know what I mean? They're gonna play it in one game and yeah. But to be fair. Kid's gonna look pretty cool though. Right, it's supposed to be a dragon skin. Sweet. Yeah, right. I don't even own that game, but uh, where can I find that? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'll the, be jealous. The teenage me would have done that. Uh, we um, we saw more. Way. We saw more of a. Well, we I guess we saw gameplay for the first time of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which is releasing on November 17th. I thought it looked like uh, having played a little bit of Odyssey, Greg and. Flask it looks like uh, they buffed out Odyssey more. Exactly. I'm totally, yeah. I'm totally down with that. No, it looks so great. funny. Yeah. They're just like, great, yeah. they're saying, oh, there's, we're bringing it back to its roots a little bit with some more stealth gameplay. They show and like <laughs> less than five minutes of yeah, him, the, the character gameplay. just like putting oh. a hood over his over Flask. head. Flask. It was 20 seconds. Maybe. Yeah, he's, wearing, <laughs> he's not just killing people, he's wearing a hood and he's killing yeah, people. Yeah, who knows who's doing the killing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know? You can yeah, no, they really they really hyped up credits. that there's going to be exactly they they hyped up that this was a return to form. There was you know this was really going back to the roots of the assassin stuff here, uh, but they just put in oh you can blend in and you can like hide in crowds, like yeah. But at the yeah. same time, the the gameplay didn't that showcase like you're leading like a fucking squad like in the battle. Like there's no blending in crowds in that. It's a war. Oh yeah, no, yeah that, for, that wouldn't be that definitely wouldn't be ab- applicable for like the most yeah. of the gameplay. I mean, I guess that could like have just been scenarios. what they showed. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw there was a lot of comparable well, uh, in the article I was reading. Uh, I guess the developer Ubisoft said it's more of a return to form, like to Assassin's Creed Three, 
Mm. Like that mm. was the comparison that I heard was being mm. made, and I don't well, know what that means because I mean I did play that game, but it was yeah, so I also long don't ago. know what that means. I that was the game that uh, stopped me from playing Assassin's Creed. So I hope <laughs> we're trying to make our games uh, right. shitty yeah. again. We really want to tank this franchise. <laughs> yeah. We're tired good. of making them. <laughs> we had erupts, but uh, we just want to go back to the bottom. I think maybe it had to do with the map, just like the the English countryside and. I don't know. I guess maybe there's less of a focus on like giant cities, at least in the gameplay. That uh, I, I think it was a oh, IGN mean like the played the game, and, and they said they that were make sense. a little disappointed with the I guess just the map that they played, which doesn't mean it's that's the whole game, but it was just like little villages, like spread out villages. Yeah, okay. maybe what they're talking about is like um, because. Three was sort of a proto four, and four was all about ships. Three three had kind of a more of a mixture of on land, on foot, and uh, ship gameplay. So maybe they're talking about that. Like you, half of the time you'll be on foot doing your Viking shit, and half of the time you'll be raiding on boats and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Also, seeing a lot of comparisons to The Witcher Three. Yeah. I guess just I, visually I, and. Well, I I think. I think that was baked into the series a while ago. Like uh, Odyssey, I think feels more like it's trying to be The Witcher Three than it is trying to be Assassin's Creed Two. Yeah, Origins started the trend of it becoming like a fighting warrior RPG game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and as well with the visuals and everything as well. Like, yeah, combat looked really cool though. Yeah, you know, no, I like, like seeing the, the guy use the bow in the middle of combat and all the little finisher moves. There's a boss fight they showed off that looks pretty neat. And you can switch genders was... at any time in gameplay. Yeah, that's that is weird. It is weird. Uh, My uh, immersion. I, th- I thought um I thought it was funny because at this point I think we cut away to the CEO of Ubisoft. And he was like, Oh, there's so much more to come. There's just so much more, guys. I can't <laughs> wait for you all to see it. And we saw one more game for like two minutes. <laughs> Uh, and that was Far Cry 6. <laughs> <laughs> um, we saw a cinematic trailer of it. There's not really much to say. Other than, uh, uh, I guess, uh, Giancarlo Esposito is going to be the antagonist. Um, I feel like I've seen him in so much since Breaking Bad. I'm glad he... People like he using seems him. Be, <laughs> yeah, he seems to be fine with it, but he does seem to be playing like the same guy and everything. Like even even in the boys, it was, I expect him to be in major character in season two, and it just seems like he's Gus a little. Like from what I've seen of him so far, he just seems like Gus in the boys. People liked him as yeah. Gus. No, I think it was cool. Greg, you got any thoughts on it? You're the big Far Cry fan here, I think. Uh, I mean, me and Kurt played five. I thought it was a lot of fun. So this could be fun. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I feel like those games are like uh, I need to see gameplay. Sure. All right. Um, uh, Vito, did you have a thought you want to finish up? Yeah, I don't know if it's a very coherent thought, but I was gonna say I feel like they're like the Fast and the Furious of video games. Like they're Mm. just kind of like feel good, wacky fun. But maybe I'm more or less particularly refined. Oh, Far Cry. For some reason, I was thinking Assassin's Creed. I was like, mm, <laughs> Yeah, sure. No. That's it. Why not? 
But uh, it's like uh, it's like the Dark Souls of video games. You know what I mean? Fast and, and the, the Furious, Far Cry is like the Dark things, Yeah, Fast and the Furious is the yeah, Dark Souls absolutely. Of the game franchise. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I can see that. For uh, Far Cry, they uh, just think about it. Like a year ago, they announced uh, like some survey, and they like asked people what like all these other games they wanted to make, and one of them was a dinosaur game. And I guess they are making games from that list, so I'm hoping that dinosaur game comes out at some point. <laughs> You're talking about the uh, the Far Cry. Yeah, Far Cry. That's Didn't the first one have like game mutants, and then they kind of abandoned like fantasy aspects from then on? What'd you say, Vito? I was like, that's where they're at in video game development. They're just taking cues from... Uh, well, guys, yeah, we really got to well, we we think of game ideas. Did, did you play the first game, Greg? Far Cry? Uh, I played everyone except... Uh, which one is it? Uh, I'm, curious about Flash, I'm curious about Flash's question. Did it have mutants in it, like fantasy it, elements? Did they even it did. It had like, sci-fi bullshit. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's, uh, like, Far Cry 5 had a uh, DLC where it was all zombies. Like, zombies fucking oh, wow. took over the planet or some well, shit. Well, no DLC isn't canon. Yeah, it's not canon. What about the Far Cry, uh, what was it? The caveman one. Was there dinosaurs in that? Primal. Primal? No, there was not. There was a woolly mammoth. You know, man didn't uh, walk with dinosaurs. <laughs> no, I know, but it's a video game. You know, I don't know. It was a historically accurate recreation. Sorry, <laughs> right, they actually went well, back. Well, I don't think that's true either, All but because right. I'm pretty uh, sure we'll I, see. I'm pretty sure a man didn't have a saber tooth tigress pet. But hey, oh my. Did, you ever see the Flintstones? That's based off of actual scripture they found. Were they shitting a bird? Yeah, great. Um. And the bird would look Where at the camera and go, <laughs> 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 It's real. Yeah. Where's that bird at nowadays? The shitting bird. <laughs> extinct, that dude, just looks at me. Is that actual scene from the Flintstones? Yeah, dude. I don't know about that. I know that's a mistake like for a humanity mean, to deviate from dinosaur technology. I mean, they do use dinosaur, you know, animals No, I know, but I don't know about that specific example. Um, <laughs> oh, no, I was typing away. Anyways. Anyways, that's all I remember from the Ubisoft event. I think afterwards they showed some more Valhalla gameplay um, on a different type of stream thing. Um, and they've recently promised another Ubisoft forward coming soon. Um, so we'll, I guess we'll see more from them about that. Uh, we also saw some Siege stuff, and I feel like... I, I feel like we saw a glimmer of Siege, and at some point somebody said the game was going on for another 10 years, and I was like... Uh, maybe that'd be great. We'll see. I mean, don't all multiplayer games go on for as long as their player base is intact? No. Well, the the thing about Siege is they've always Siege has always promised a ten year plan, and they've uh, I mean, they're in year six now, I think, right? So they got. Oh my god! Was it year six or year five? I can't remember. This is year. Either way, I feel old. Do they mean as in content updates? I think they mean like there won't, of... there won't be a Rainbow Six Siege 2 for at least 10 yeah. years. 10 years. CSGO is on 8 years. I mean, Siege receives how many characters a year? They like, have slowed least... down this, this year, I think. I mean, I, I hope so, because like, they can't... It's not sustainable getting too many, but I mean... 
There's been like 16 to 20 characters a year, right? Like because of seasons and stuff. Uh, I think there's usually four seasons and each one has two characters. Okay, so it is about eight characters a year. Yeah, but I think these, like this, maybe this past season and the upcoming, there's only five or six characters. Hmm, okay. Uh, it's well, a I mean, so, price to compensate for the value? I'm just curious. I mean, it's kind of a totally different subject. I don't know. Huh. Just curious. I I even bought the last um two or three season passes. Yeah. I'm sorry, wait one more time? I was cut out. I I was asking I, w- I was curious if the battle press had gone down in price since uh fewer operators stopped being up. Op- uh, I believe it has been the same price price all over. I have every pass. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it's just been the same. Thirty bucks, maybe. Man, that's wild. So you you've spent almost two hundred dollars in that game Two just on playing characters. And that's not even fucking mentioning the skins that I've bought in the stupid <laughs> game. <laughs> that's wild. Yeah, I spent a pretty penny on that game. Clown skin. All right, y'all ready to move on from uh. Y'all ready to move on from Ubisoft? Hey, by the way, do you think that, uh, speaking of the Dark Souls of video game franchises, do you think that uh, that Fast and the Furious game that Vin Diesel no, announced that one time good. was completely killed by the pandemic? Oh, killed by the way it looked. Like, <laughs> shit, why did they show that off? But he insisted. It limped out of the gate and then fell over. <laughs> well, Vin Diesel's a gamer. Yeah. Why, why wasn't he like, dude? This is not something you actually. Show on I don't. Stage. I don't think he's a gamer. I think he's like a D and D kind of guy. Mm. Yes, it's not a weird. Thing. A weird gamer. I think we're Michelle Rodriguez plays uh, World of Warcraft. <laughs> we are not the same. Magicians are not your friends. Stop playing them in your fucking games. Yeah. <laughs> now, so um, the other conference type thing that happened was we saw instead of doing a uh, digital devolver typical stream thing, uh, they created a marketing event as a video game called the Devolver Land Expo. Um, and just was like a showcase of different games. It showed off Carry On, Weird West, Alicia, Fall Guys, Disc Room, Shadow Warrior Three. Blightbound and Serious Sam Four. You got uh, you're interested in games. You guys interested in any of those? I mean, I'm, Weird West. I've, I've been interested in for a while, so of course I'm check right. it out. Weird I think West, Carry On. I bought Carry On. It's coming out. I think Thursday. That looks That's cool. And uh, Fall Guys looks really interesting. Fall well. Guys. I feel like we'll get That's a lot the one of I'm interested enjoyment in. out of. Mm. It's like uh, Takeshi's Castle. Yes. A lot of people are making that comparison. I don't know what that is, but it just seemed like uh, an old Japanese game. MXC. Do you know MXC from Spike TV back in the day? I don't know that. That was a localization, uh, like that was a parody localization of Takeshi's Castle, which was a Japanese game show in which people competed to complete obstacle courses. Have you ever seen that on Spike TV? It's like uh, it's like dubbed over and. No, I'm thinking it's making something up. Dude, how many episodes <laughs> have we watched on um, you? Are you what I'm saying? We've watched so many in the world. We've watched together. a fuckload, dude. We have to watch oh, them later. Oh, that, sh- that show? I, f- I, I, f- I feel like maybe I've Where seen they're making, one of those. Like, they're making, together. like, corny jokes and shit. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. Maybe I've seen that. I don't know. Shit. But the game looks, game looks like uh, it'll be fun for us. Like yeah. a human fall flat kind of uh, Doritos course 
challenge thing. All right. Well, if it was Judas Crash Course, no one would stand a chance against me, and I would reign supreme <laughs> until end end of life. Yeah, I won't even deny that. Serious Sam for me, while just looked uh, super disappointing. Yeah, that's a game that hasn't aged well, that. and they just kept it the same. Yeah, what's, what's, it just looks it, like high fidelity, like Euro trash. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's a great. Yeah, those. I never um, played any of them. Shadow Warrior, Probably the first one for me, which is a game series I've never played, but that third one looked pretty dope. A fun uh, trailer. Yeah, I was getting heavy Doom Eternal vibes, um, which I know didn't. Actually, I was gonna say didn't invent that, but actually it did, uh, and uh, it looked really cool. The thing I don't really like about that series is it has this like really juvenile sense of humor that just doesn't. Yeah, I, I thought like there's one part in the trailer where uh, I guess it ends and, and he goes, uh, honey, I'm home. And it's like, is that is that really <laughs> relevant? Is that a relevant joke, joke today? Yeah, it's every, all the kids are saying that, dude. Yeah, like the kids even know what that's from. Like. It's not funny anymore. But usually it's like poo poo pee pee jokes and like racial. Dude, they stuff. had a little little frog pop out saying that. We'll have some good maymays. I want to meet the the room of boomers who who wrote that joke. It was focus tested against a wide group of people ranging forty to sixty years old, like an anime <laughs> fan on prom night. All right, that's all I got on video game news. Anybody else got anything that I forgot to mention? Nerp. Uh, Nerp. Alright. As our closing segment, we're going to play some AI Dungeons and Dragons. What? What? What does that mean? So, some time ago, uh, I guess, um, actually, maybe not that long ago, maybe about a month ago, GPT-3 was a soft release. Some aspects of it were released. And GPT-3 is basically a large neural network machine type uh steps towards ai type thing um developed by google ex machina um it's open ai's latest project and uh gpt in general started as and mostly exists as a language transformer and it has some other applications that have been interesting but uh one of the applications that started with gpt2 was this ai generated text adventure game called AI Dungeon <clears throat> that and uh, with the release of GPT-3 it's become a lot more sophisticated and interesting so in order to start us out here I'm going to need a character name and this is a, in a fantasy uh, setting that's all you guys Crundle. need to know right now alright we'll start with Crundle and I think we'll do rotating turns just to keep it interesting and so for your turn if you don't know what to do you can pass and if you pass I'm just going to prompt the AI to continue the story. Which you can do. Which I can do. Okay. So, the way it works is you're going to say something, input an action or something, and feel free to be creative or whatever. You know, it doesn't I'll, have to be I, take, it doesn't have to be like take lamp, you know? It right, can be a right. Sentence. No, it can, it can, yeah, it can, be a, it can be a sentence, it can be a thought or whatever, and we can work towards making an action. So, uh, this is uh, our adventure as Crundle. You are Crundle, a noble living in the kingdom of Larian. You have a pouch of gold and a small dagger. You are awakened by one of your servants who tells you that your keep is under attack. 
You walk out the window and see a group of peasants attacking your castle. You tell the servant to open the gates and try to talk to their leader. So we'll start up? with John. John, what do you want to do? Draw my sword and command their strongest to come out. Alright. Draw my sword and command their strongest to come out. You draw your sword and order their strongest to come out. He comes out and you tell him that he and his people can have everything in your castle except for the silver box <laughs> in your room. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, except for the what? Except for the silver box in your room. Oh, oh shit, God. what's in the box? <laughs> what's in the box? <laughs> See, I, I guess what John wasn't fuck, threatening John? enough. It, 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 took, it took that as surrender. <laughs> Damn, and that's AI too. That's like the smartest thing ever made. The mm. Yeah, yeah. Bitch. Apparently not. <laughs> All right, who's next? Wait, 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 wait. All right, we'll, we'll go to Flask next. Flask, what do you want to do? Um, Lucky with me, I would have killed them. <laughs> please, please, don't so hurt the me. Game, <laughs> you, are, you are all playing as the. You are all playing as the same character. To be clear, you're basically as just a schizophrenic or something. <laughs> so the game wants us clearly like enticing us to go get the silver box uh i am kind of curious what's that go go get the silver box okay go get the silver box you walk to your room and reach for the silver box just then you feel pain in your back and collapse on the floor the peasants have thrown a spear through you. <laughs> oh my god! This is what happens when you turn your back on them, dude. This is what I, I was trying we to. We haven't avoid. got we haven't got three turns in, and we haven't speared. <laughs> Greg, turn it around, uh, first, please. We'll, we'll restart it after one turn. How about that? After everybody gets a turn, just to you know, you're warming up. So, Crundle, you got a spear through you. What do you want to do? Rip out the spear yes. and throw it at the peasant. Yes. Rip out the spear yes. while saying Talk. pathetic. Pathetic. And throw it at the peasants. You're, you're double the man. While Jones. yelling. Oh my god, are you kidding me? I would have faced the strongest, not a peasant. The strongest peasant he ate three weeks ago? <laughs> Why is it peasants? Okay. You rip out the spear and throw it, and the Throw it at the peasants while yelling, pathetic. You then turn to the silver box. You open the silver box and suddenly find yourself transported inside. And it's Vito's turn. Oh, what have you done? <laughs> oh, God. I didn't I, want anything to do with the I've box. I've seen this episode of Kurt's Cowardly Dog. You're not getting out of that box, bud. <laughs> so I'm, in the, I'm inside the box. You're in the box. Yes. And I, what's like, is there like a prompt? Is I just like... Well, you're inside now. What, you can look around if you want. Uh, yeah. What's in the? Let me look around. What's, what's in the box? Around? Careful what you ask, friend. Look around in the box. There's like a whole world. You find in yourself there. in a large room filled with treasure. There's Fuck a sword, yeah. two rings, and a crown. You take the crown since it looks the most valuable. You also find a scroll on the floor. All right. At this point, if you guys want, we can restart from the beginning. Now that you guys kind of get what the game is, or we can keep going with this adventure.
doesn't matter I think, to me. I say restart. We're in the box. We get the gold. We won. That, that's over. It's, <laughs> it's his right. own stuff, right? I, I... All right. Yeah, yeah. I suppose restarts in order. I'll say. I'll say we won. We, we won that one. We showed them. Sure. Sure. <laughs> We're living in a All fucking right, box uh, now. This time, I'll let you guys choose. Do you guys want to play as a noble, knight, squire, wizard, range, peasant, or rogue? Wizard. All right, wizard. I'm okay with wizard. Sure. You guys want to do wizard? All right. You guys want to be Crondal again, or do you guys want a new name? Grebo. Yeah, it could be... Okay, Grebo. Grebo, okay. Generating story. <coughs> I'm just making this up. I'm furiously writing this. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Like, so Andy, is this your idea just to get us to play your fucking... Shut up! ...role-playing game? You're Grebo, a wizard living the kingdom of Larian. You have a staff and a spellbook. You finish your long journey and finally arrive at the ruin you've been looking for. You have come here searching for a mystical spellbook of great power called the Book of Essence. You look around and see a cave. This must be where the wizard who created it, Fervino, made his home. You step inside and begin to search for the book. And with John, what do you want to do? Call out for the strongest wizard and <laughs> challenge him to battle. I call out to the strongest wizard and challenge him to battle. There's no misconstruing this. There's, it can only be one way. You said challenge at this time. That's a pretty demanding yeah. verb. You decide to be brave and call out, I have come to claim the Book of Essence. Let's settle this matter with a wizard's duel. A figure steps out of the shadows. Oh. It's interesting that it rewrote the request, because I, I wrote that exactly as you said. A figure <laughs> steps out of the shadows. Flask? Uh, blast him. There's only one move here, Give, Flask. Give me expel you. Blast the wizard with magic. Oh, that's not what I want. Blast the figure with magic. Our Blast whip. the figure with magic. You raise your staff and prepare to unleash a powerful fireball. Oh. Huh? I guess I, I I guess we'll just process this one because that release fireball. Ah. <laughs> uh... No. Stop! I'm not your enemy, the figure says, raising his hands. You recognize the voice. It is Ben, an old friend of yours. You put down your staff. Greg. Oh, ben, what the fuck are you bitch. doing here, man? Greg. Uh, ben almost got erased. Greg, I don't... Erase I don't him. Ben. Fireball him. <laughs> no, actually, black hole him. Good move. Hit you, him with black hole. You hit. Wipe him from existence. Maybe, 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 uh, hmm. cast, cast black, black cast, cast, cast my spell, or cast the black hole spell at Greg. Or yeah, Ben. Yeah. Cast the black hole. That's no Ben. Cast the black hole spell It's a ben. ben mimic. I noticed, because Ben's a, a lefty, notoriously. <laughs> and he waved you with his right hand. Yeah. Mirror Man. He's dead. I've saved the day. I think we can... <laughs> Alright, we've, we've confused it. You point your staff at Ben and prepare to cast the Black Hole spell. 
Ben, why are you here? Is something wrong, you ask? I have to defeat the no. vampire lord, Count Brandon says. I need the Book of Essence. It has a black hole spell in it. Oh. So, I think we need to go back. Greg, I think you need to redo your action because I, I think that one confused the... Just, just send the fireball. Right, what about just right, kill I, I, Alright, beat him with staff. You, you want to beat him with staff or do you want to launch wanna, the fireball? I want to beat him with the staff. Oh I want to get up close first of all. Beat Ben, to, beat Ben with the staff. That's what you want your action to be. To death. <laughs> beat Ben to <laughs> death with the staff. Right. You attack Ben, killing him instantly. <laughs> oh, you know I'm fragile. Wait. All right, Vito, what's up? Uh, Vito, Vito, check his pockets. Right, yeah, yeah, rifles pockets. On that boy. Um, scavenger, check rifle through Ben's, Ben's pockets and take it and take his shoes off. Rifle through Ben's pockets and take his shoes off. It's like Mad Libs. <laughs> oh, okay. You take Ben's shoes off. They're your size. Now you have a matching pair. Fuck yeah. <laughs> you leave you you leave the ruin and return to the kingdom of Lade. That's it. I didn't need no oh, that's not where you, book. That's yeah. not where you're from, by the way. Hold you're on. from Larian. I don't know why, why it's, <laughs> I don't know where Lade is. Alright. Uh my yeah, turn. turn. Go back to cave and get book of <laughs> Go back to cave. And get Book of Reference? Yeah, absolutely. I'm walking straight in. Now that Ben, go the back Deceiver, cave. is no longer there. How about, how about go back to Cave, walk straight in, and get the Book of Essence? Sounds good. AI yeah, can't mess that one up. You decide to walk into the cave. You step... Four and are instantly transported to the astral plane. God damn it. What the you see fuck? A, <laughs> you see a tunnel of purple light in front of you. Alright, Flash. We can work with this. Wait, what if we're inside of the the soul, the Book of Essence? Box? <laughs> it's totally impossible. Uh, you can go back to the for, Kingdom of Blade if you want. Call out for <laughs> the strongest wizard. <laughs> and challenge him. Call out... To the strongest wizard and challenge him to battle. It is fucked up that your friend Ben showed up like <laughs> at a direct challenge or a duel. <laughs> oh, this one's interesting. You call out, I have come to claim the Book of Essence. Let's settle this matter with a wizard's duel. A figure steps out of the shadows. Oh. I accept your challenge. It's ben again! Will. No, no, this one this one says I accept your challenge, whoever you are. Oh. Greg, let me let me take this one. Uh sure, Vito. Go ahead. Pocket sand. <laughs> you want to just type pocket sand? Is that all you want? <laughs> give him the give him the pocket sand. I think that's confuse the give AI. him the pocket sand. No no uh, Re uh reach within your sorry, pocket. It's already, being, Fuck. it's already being sent. Oh no. I don't think that was worded properly. Just thought that before. You throw the pocket sand at the wizard. Nice. The wizard, the wizard claps, and the sand disappears from his eyesight. Oh! Haha! <laughs> ha, I tricked you. He says. 
Now you will never defeat me. Fuck. Beat him to death with staff. <laughs> he, beat, he beat the most powerful tactic I had. I guess it's beat over. him to death with staff. You heard Greg, dude. He's got tried and true methods. Beat him to death. Haha, I tricked you. Now you will never defeat me. That's not magic. Wait. Beat him to death with the staff. Please just. You charge of the wizard and beat him to death with your staff. The wizard falls <laughs> to the ground. Dead. <laughs> what what happened to his uh his grand plan? I feel like they had like a counterattack in him or something. Or... That was his one John. spell, and afterwards he was just bluffing. Well, he was ready for a wizard duel. That's not a you know, he beat him up. Yeah, that's that's street rules though. Yeah. It, was, it was fucked up. You challenged him to a wizard's duel, then you threw pocket sand at him and beat him with a staff. It's fucked up. John, take his shoes. Oh, it is me. You already so, have so, shoes. So wait, wait, what was the last part? He's, he's, just, he's just down he's the whole uh, The dead. wizard falls to the ground, dead. Yeah, go over, check his pockets, and take his shoes. I think we should leave out the shoes, maybe. Just check his pockets. Alright, alright, fine. Check his belongings. Go over to the wizard and check his belongings. Yeah, yeah, yeah there you go. You walk over to the wizard and check his belongings. You find a crystal ball and a notebook. You open the notebook and read through it. I think I can just uh, generate more story here. Rather than waste somebody's turn. That's not right. Though. Oh, you're just really smuggling a crystal right. ball under his robes? Eat crystal it, ball. Says, it says, to whoever read this, I have been imprisoned in the astral plane by a powerful <laughs> wizard. Oh, Please no. find my body and free me from my imprisonment. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> Alright, but he didn't say any of that. <laughs> yeah, he did. He, he teamed did. up for the fucking challenge. Yeah, he actually said. said he yeah, showed up. Right. He teed up. You know? I mean, he squared right, up. Flask, what do you want to do with this note in your hand? <laughs> um, Eat it, man. Actually, Eat, it. Eat the note and incinerate the wizard's body. Alright. Eat the note and incinerate the wizard's body. You're incinerate. Is that like your idea of like freeing him from the? No, body? no. I'm just getting rid of the evidence. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you eat the note and then incinerate the wizard's body. No one must find out you were here. You walk <laughs> over the tunnel of purple light and step through it. You find yourself back in the cave. <laughs> Fuck yeah! All right, all right. We're making progress. <laughs> you making progress, Greg? Uh, break the crystal ball. Smash it on the ground, break it. Smash the crystal ball on the ground. I ain't bringing any of that magic back. You don't know where it's been. Exactly. You pick up the ball and throw it against the cave wall as hard as you can. It smashes into a million pieces. You leave the cave and head back to the Kingdom of Lades. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we want to get Wait, out of it so bad? Is it an even different kingdom this time, or is that the same one as last time? Uh, no, we have it's, to go that, back. that's the same one as last time, but it's not the same one it's you were from. It's not where we came from, though. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jesus. Gotta go back and challenge the strongest wizard to go fight. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I want to find... Uh, I want that book. Go back um, to the cave, you know. Alright, I'm going to go back to the cave... 
and uh, and retrieve and the like, book of essence. Yeah, just give me. Let me get that book. I'll turn over a rock or something. It's probably probably hiding there. Go back to the cave and retrieve the book of essence. You enter the cave again and find yourself back in the astral plane. You see a tunnel, God, tunnel of purple damn light it. in front of you. <laughs> Wait, what do we see in front of us? A tunnel of purple light. If when we stepped through earlier, we found ourselves back in the cave. Call out and challenge the weakest wizard. <laughs> the weakest to combat. We're gonna train this AI in the weirdest way. <laughs> I call out and challenge the weakest wizard. Combat. What if it's just like a clone of us? A combat. <laughs> we're just grinding at this point. Yeah, I think. We're, we're I think we're. This has given us the same response as another one, John. So maybe do something else because I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna send us we're on just a loop. Stuck in a time loop. All right. Um. Get wacky. Get creative. Well, we'll end it soon. Throw a rock through the purple light. Throw a rock. Through. Or at the purple light. I guess I don't know if it'll go through. Right. We'll, we'll try through. We can go back if it doesn't. You pick up a rock and throw it at the tunnel. The rock passes through the tunnel. And you laugh at your success. As long as you're having fun. I'm going to try something here. I'll intervene for a second. I'm just going to try to retrieve the Book of Essence again. Because I don't know if the book is just like lying on the ground in front of us. And the game's not telling us. That's actually what I was going to do. <laughs> My turn. You retrieve the Book of Essence. You decide and try to retrieve the Book of Essence. You pick it up and feel yourself being told, pulled towards the tunnel of light. Alright, Flash, you try something. You gotta resist. Uh, nah, you gotta give in, dude. That's what you came for. You gotta give in. They say, don't go towards the light. That's what they always say. Fly out of the cave on my broom. Oh, that's a good, good one. I'm gonna put while holding the book of. That's just to be clear. I don't want the game to think you dropped it in your head and back to the Kingdom of Blade. You fly out of the cave and head back to the village of Draven. You find yourself back in the cave. What? Nani? Greg? Oh, fuck. Um, go, what's the fuck? What's the uh, town called? Well, it doesn't matter. You're back in the cave now. Oh. It uh, was Larian. No, no, there's a different one. This village was different. Yeah, there was another one. The, this village was different. This is a new village, apparently, Draven. But you're back oh. in the cave now. Uh, shit. Uh, leave cave. No. Leave you cave. Left the cave. You've left the cave. You are in the cave. You leave the cave and find yourself back in the village of Draven. The astral vortex appears in front of you again. You have chosen the hard road and succeeded. Oh, <laughs> right. yeah. I'm going oh, to yeah. continue. Great. I kind of want to see what happens next. I don't know who's talking to us. Um, it's Vito, right? 
Why got? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna let the AI generate the next. Oh, somebody. You have oh, chosen okay. the hard road and succeeded. The vortex says, "You have proven yourself to be a true wizard. For your hard work, I bestow upon you the book of essence." Fuck yeah! The vortex Thanks. disappears in a book and appears in front of you. <clears throat> All right, Vito. Uh, they get home. All right. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm going to release an audiobook of the Book of Essence on the Amazon store and make uh, millions of dollars. Okay. <laughs> Harness the power of the book. I mean, we complete the journey. Now it's time to settle down. Going. And profit. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't yeah, remember so, the vortex <coughs> telling me I might what to do. I might continue the story once or twice just to, you know. Oh, okay. The, that this actually is the end of your story. Oh, that was it. You quickly release an audiobook of the Book of Essence on the Amazon store. The audiobook turns into a bestseller, and you make a million dollars. You live the rest of your life as a billionaire. Fuck wow. yeah, dude! Guys, wait, that's, wait, wait. that really you tell me that that's not wait, the no, best no, no, possible no, no, answer. No, no, no. Back up, back up. <laughs> How do we make a million dollars and then leave the rest of our lives as a billionaire? Uh, There's a big gap there. It's called investing, <laughs> John. You take a million dollars, turn it into a billion. No, I don't buy it. I think we're still in the cave, in the vortex. Oh, oh god! Us. Oh no, you're right. Exit and Ben's still alive. It's all a simulation. It's Ben the whole time. Yeah, if they pull the out feeding tube, we're stuck you know in what? a sick crystal ball. I think we can live a pretty good simulation life though, with a billion dollars, right? Yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah. It's real to me. Did both of our stories kind of end up the same? We ended up in a box with a bunch of money. You ended up in a vortex <laughs> with a bunch of money. Well, we didn't end up in the vortex. Well, we chose to end the first one in the box with a bunch of money. Even though that, uh, I tried, I tried, I tried to get the AI to continue going. I looked, or I wrote, I deleted this last reply and I wrote in response because you can give the AI the responses too, which helps train it. And I said, you look around in horror as you notice glimmers of purple light around you. You're still in the astral vortex. <laughs> and uh, they, A, I got confused and just into the story. I said, no, 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 really. You became billionaire. <laughs> no, really. Yeah. I'm telling you. That's cool. That was fun. We should do That's, that again. Even though it's janky as hell, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. I didn't. <laughs> uh, I have a lot I could say about that. I was using uh, the premium version, which uses the highest version of GPT-3 you can have available. Um, I have a lot of examples of me fucking around with that and having some very interesting, entertaining results. Um, yeah, you were trying to, like, break it and... They called you it by first and last name and evolve. put your address in there. Yeah, yeah. No, I was I was doing stuff, like, I was trying to test the AI itself, and I'll do stuff, I'll start the adventure, and then I would type, I go and speak to the a great oracle, the wise one who knows the answer to every question. And then I would just ask the AI questions, and I would ask stuff like, "What's the square root of 144? What's uh, is this number a prime number?" Like just to see how well it was parsing what I was asking it based on how I was asking it. And it wasn't all that too well. From what I saw, it was, it was doing all right. Snarky. <laughs> it, it was doing all right, but it 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 was difficult because it was trying to be a role playing character. I ran into one instance I was showing Flask before the pod started where. I was running into an oracle that was just not 
Her character was that she wouldn't answer my questions. But it seemed like the AI didn't understand my questions. And so I, I literally typed, I go and speak to the better Oracle who knows who is her superior <laughs> and knows the answer to every question. And the better Oracle was uh, answering my questions correctly. You Karen the, uh, the Oracle. Yeah. You also gave well, me a math textbook at one point and it started answering the number problems correctly. <laughs> Yeah, at first she wasn't answering my math questions correctly. She was saying, I don't know, I'm not sure. And then I, would, then I said, I'd give her my math textbook. And I asked her one of the same questions again, and she got it right. That's crazy. But there's a, a non-role-playing uh, game version of GPT-3 that's available for you to test, right? No, absolutely not. This is a very new oh. thing. This is, this is the only way that we have access to test it. People just found out online that you can kind of test the AI just by breaking the constraints of the game. Ah, like there's cool. a custom prompt you can even type in like there's a custom game setting and you can just type in I have a conversation with the AI and that's kind of like a way to get around it too. Super hmm. neat. Well, we did yeah, good we, today, guys. Yeah. Yeah. We got to see where that goes. Yeah. Um, I got to tell Ben's parents. That's not Ben. Uh, I'm telling you. Yeah. I don't know. About ben was pathetic. Oh, I, I was going to say that I didn't want to tell you guys about that beforehand because if you had played around with it too much, you would have saw its limitations where you could have, you guys could have done stuff like I eat the astral plane and that would work. And, or I eat the cave, I eat the book of S. Like you guys could have just kept eating everything in the game would have kept trying to keep a story going based on you literally eating everything that you're, <laughs> that you're seeing. Matter eater, eater lad. of worlds. Because it like, it understands those objects, but it's like, it just breaks down sometimes on that dreamlike logic, like I've talked about yeah. before. Like it doesn't deny you that. Yeah, yeah. It's very. I, I described it earlier to somebody as it's like improv. It'll always just be yes and. It's like that's like its right. main rule. All right. This is a great episode. Thank you for joining me, my friends. And if uh, you listeners are still watching, you can check out AI Dungeon yourself play.aidungeon.io but before you do that why don't you send us an email about video games and your opinions of them ghosts of sushi uh, whether you like uh, Yakuza and Kambocho like I do um, why you're depending on the Master Chief collection how do you feel about Greg as a host where you're looking to trim the fat in some places mm. please god tell I'll send an email them. about that yeah please do uh, and for real, though, if you send us your feedback on whatever, we'll uh, devote some time uh, to an episode coming up to go through that, assuming we get real feedback. Um, check out our video content at youtube.com slash campfire. Just going to breeze over that one. Follow Greg at Garkwin93. Rate us on iTunes. And finally... Crundle, why don't you go ahead and lead us out for the outro? Everyone, thank you for listening tonight. Uh, I wasn't I sure who was going to answer there. What? I was also wasn't really sure who you were talking about. <laughs> I, I, I was going to say I wasn't sure who was going to answer there. It was me. <laughs> yeah, Greg's the original Crundle. Crundle yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That, you know. I should have said Grebo. Go ahead, sorry, Crundle. Landed Grebo. Have uh, a lovely night, everyone. Oh. <laughs> All right, that's You good. heard the man. Bing. Now, now it's required. That was a threat. <laughs>